this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello. I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going! Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Now entering Nerdist.com. I was looking on Thanks so much for this theme song from Sean Bonner from Andrew Jackson to Hot. Thanks for tuning in to Jonah Ray. Dio can't make it because he's doing the tango with Danzig. Our producer, Cash Hartzell, is here. Cash, say hello. Hello. And uh, Neil Mahoney, do a sound effect. Do a better one. <laughs> Don't think you know the difference between a sound effect and a sound drop. A sound effect? Like. My brother Adam is here. He's Michaelis again this week. Adam, hello. Hello. Yeah, for the best. Our guest. Tonight are two of the members of a legendary <laughs> hardcore band, H2O. Yeah. Introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Rusty Pistachio. I play guitar. And Wait, hold on. Say it when uh, the sound effects are so loud. One more time. Hi, I'm Rusty Pistachio. And the guy with the English accent is Adam from H2O. <laughs> Rusty's not. Rusty's not. <laughs> That's why you had to make that distinction. Yeah. Uh, also, Rusty, you know, the mic can come up to your mouth if you want it. Oh, Ruby, get off the mic cord. Oh, <laughs> Ruby, you, you little fat piece of shit. <laughs> That's my favorite thing to do to dogs. Is go, you little fat bastard, I hate you so much, but you just sound... They don't know the difference. As no. long as it sounds like positive reinforcement. Yeah, I good. say things to my if dogs you, I could get arrested for. Do you want me to stick my thumb in? You know, it's better than doing things your dog you can get arrested for. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. It's true. There's threats and then there's actually... Then there's actually stuff. following through on the threats. Yeah. There's promises. Which would make me both crimi- criminal and creepy. <laughs> um, so you guys are both in H2O, a band that came to Hawaii twice while yes. I was living there, uh, which is rare for uh, a band to come to Hawaii and to be a band that I like. Wow. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Were you playing with Shelter when they came to Hawaii? No, no. Both my Hawaii chicks with with H2O. With H2O. Yeah. I remember I remember like being really surprised. It's like that there was a guy with a British the accent. British accent, yeah. Yeah. We, I was we, like I didn't know that made sense. I was still young. I was like, yeah. how did they get hardcore? Aren't they still aren't they still snotty punks out yeah. there? I know. For the first four years of the Got band, me. that was my that was it for me. Everyone being like, Where are you from? You're not from New York. How can you be a New York cargo man? They realized that none of us are from New York actually. Oh really? Yeah. 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 Like no, most they... legendary New York cargo bands, most of them are from Connecticut. Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> very south. true. Yeah. <laughs> Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much from Jersey. 
Uh, but yeah, you uh, like oh, you know who was playing uh, uh, the guy from uh, Texas as a reason was playing with uh, with Shelter. Yeah, that with was Shelter. before I think just before my time. That oh, really? Was Norm from Texas. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they just got back together. Yeah, they, they did a That's full always... reunion. Or they just did a couple. Of shows I think it was just a, like a tour, a reunion tour. That's awesome. Yeah, I went and saw it. It's uh, you and think? it was it was well, the sound was like real bad. There was like after the first song, I hear some guy go. We love you, but the sound is shit. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It, so, it was at the Fonda, yeah. And it was Ooh, great to see him, you know, because it was like, you know, there was the Stay What You Are stuff, and which is a great album, uh, you know, but it's so it's so interesting to do. Like, I, I want to recommend that to every band that starts up. It's like, put out like a really good album and then just call it quits for a decade <laughs> and then make a bunch of money. And the Grid Biscuits play. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 Judge is right now. Judge yeah, is doing judge, like yeah. fucking like arenas. No, judges. Yeah. We play with them in Philadelphia, and, and, oh, and wow. I w- I'm skeptical as anyone about reunions. But. And. <laughs> fuck. Wow. Yes. Wow. They are a fucking machine. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Was, I couldn't believe um, how powerful they what, were. What was it you said when you like. This is a band that benefits from practice. Oh yeah, they, they were so it was amazing to, practicing to yeah. see a band that actually rehearsed that we, we completely couldn't relate to that concept. So alive, and they were just so powerful, and they had a phenomenal sound. Like yeah. having bad sound is the worst thing that can happen to a band because yeah. if you don't have a sound, it's so out of your hands. Yeah, yeah. it's just some dude that's there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and if he's having a bad day, you're shit out of luck. Yeah, yeah And yeah. if you, what you hear on stage and what the audience hears is usually completely yeah. different. So you might. Think I think it sounds great, but it sounds like ass. Yeah, I mean, and he can. Yeah, I remember one time I was I was playing a gig and like I was watching the band before us, and I was like, the drums sound. I was, I was playing drums, so I was like, the drums sound great. It's gonna be awesome. And then I get to the drums, and the uh, the there was no monitors, and the drums just sounded like Oof. shit. And I was yeah. just like, no, but I wanted to hear the yeah. thing at the same time. <laughs> That's hardcore shows. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hardcore shows in a nutshell. Yeah, to even have a sound guy to hardcore sh- like you know early hardcore shows that I went to or punk yeah. rock shows is just like you know it was. Not even it was you know the PA was a microphone into an amp. Right, that's better. <laughs> yeah, that's they would go up and down. Things have changed. Yeah. <laughs> there was no EQ or yeah. No Is monitors. there a flange on that preset? <laughs> on that pig really nose? The, the aesthetic I go for in producing this show. I'm trying to bring that back. No, I noticed. <laughs> yeah. I've noticed very much so. Um, but there's a thing I like to do uh, where, like, for the most part, on this on the show where I uh, the, we you know we play songs and we like hang out, and listen to them, talk mm-hmm. to them. Um, but. Every time I'm like uh, talking to some guests that might have a loose affiliation or even just a casual friendship with a band, I assume that gives me carte blanche to play that band song. Uh, and so we're going to do some of that. But what I want to start with is uh, one of my favorite H2O songs. And, um, and I hate to do this to you guys, but it's on the first record. Um, it's uh, usually I like, you know, I, I wouldn't mind just doing the last record, but like it was, I was in a rush and I, I just, I love this song so much. Uh, and it's, um, where did I put, oh, Family Tree. Yeah. Family Tree is a great song. Here's Thank the you. thing: when that first self-titled album came out, it fucking like because I was a kid that was listening to hardcore, and I was also listening to a lot of pop punk, mm-hmm. and like uh, like it's like and that like just fit right into what I was way into. Like the sound was great, it was catchy, it was hooky. So for those of you who don't know, uh, because there's a lot of idiots that listen to the show, uh, we're gonna play Family uh, Tree. No, no, they're the listen worst. Up. They're the worst. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you were, if we were on the Nerdist, we'd be fucking sucking their dicks. But no, not this one. We fucking just <laughs> chop it up and throw it in their fucking balls. Uh, so this is Family Tree by H2O. We're gonna uh, listen to this. Great. If the internet. Oh, you know what? I had the volume down because of that fade out we did. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Three, two, one. Don't forget your roots. Don't forget your roots. 
There's a breakdown of that song, and this was this was the thing that really like weirded me out when I was a kid. Uh, that because like for me, like uh, the the the, uh, the shout outs to what seem like gangs <laughs> are they like U.S. Yeah, thugs? Some, some of them seem like gangs. Yeah, some of them actually work. <laughs> yeah, and was that like a big element in uh, in, in like, New, York New York hardcore? hardcore? Oh yeah, I'd say Cruz is a better word. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. Crew yeah. was the nice uh, white guys. We're a men's yeah. club. Yeah. Yeah. Now get on your motorcycle yeah. and be the sub hippies. We're a motorcycle club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Some of those crews had like three men. How many people were in Triple C? I think three. Oh uh, yeah, just maybe four. Maybe four people. <laughs> yeah. <Triple C. laughs> Whoever yeah, Toby US. was was hanging with at the time had crew got a shout out. Yeah, yeah. there was a yeah. There was I remember just being really confused and. And like, just like they all, I was like, oh, they all sound so tough. Like for me, like when I got into like, because when I first got into like punk and stuff, it was just you know you're looking at like guys in minor threat that are just like they're you know just computer club up. looking guys, yeah. <laughs> especially uh, Brian, yeah, who's yeah. now in uh, Bad Religion. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was I, I saw him at a show and I, I got to talk to him for a bit, and he was uh, he was saying it's like really weird, like you know, 
it, I've, Bad Religion has now been the longest band I've ever been in. Yeah. But more people come up and talk to me about Minor Threat. Than <laughs> yeah. What about Dag Nasty? Dag Nasty is great. Uh, you ever hit yeah. Junkyard? Well, yeah, what about Junkyard? He's a metal band? Nobody yeah. talks Shit about was Junkyard. Cool. I like <laughs> Junkyard. Hollywood's a good song. Yeah. I don't think I know Junkyard. Well, check it yeah. out. It'll yeah. shock you that Brian Baker was involved oh, in it, but yeah. it's fucking great. And the Wait. funny thing is Andy from Kingface put a picture of Brian Baker in junkyard garb. And there's, there's a music video pants. by the way for the song. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? really? Yeah. And what year what what year is this? Oh, it's it's 90s. 90s. It, yeah. it's it's Was this around the same time that 90s. Civ went pop? Before. Oh, yeah, before. before yeah. even. Huh. Junkyard was, Hollywood was a single so Yeah, it was like hair band, hair metal. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Like sleazy yeah, sleaze, LA well, rock. Like boogie woogie stuff. Like, yeah. it's, it's not even a word. LA <laughs> rock. I watched this. I watched this. Sunset Brian Baker rock. has two really good tutorials on YouTube of how to play guitar. Oh, yeah? Fucking They're great. He's a great teacher. And he, he, that's the word he uses for it. Yeah. Boogie woogie. Oh, this looks very familiar. The junkyard, you got to... Yeah. Uh, I, wish I, I wish I had the picture that, of Brian Baker with in his leather pants and vest with no shirt. <laughs> Very far from minor threat. It's so funny. It's really. Uh, it's also funny because, wow. like, even when you think of, um, yeah, this is like Sunset Strip. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, but it's so punk rock. It it's so not punk rock that it actually. You can play you know. it now. It's, it's probably more punk than Bad Religion right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is sometimes dubbed. <laughs> wow. That's funny. Great chorus. Almost like a... Welcome to Jungle Lab. <laughs> it sounds like... Like a cheap theme song for a movie. Like. This, no, it sounds like this. It's like it's like. You wrote the song just for the movie. Yeah. No, this sounds like it's like uh, it's like like an entourage scene. Bro, we got to go to Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Brian, Brian yeah. Baker was in minor threat. He could run a dogfighting ring. Yeah. You know what I mean? He can do no wrong. He wins. Yeah. What is this? They picked the name Junkyard though, because there's like a huge DC go-go band mm-hmm. called Junkyard. Oh really? Yeah. Like. One of the bigger ones. Uh, can people keep all those on, little kids. Yeah, people keep on talking about DC Go Go more and more lately. Uh, really? Yeah. Just what are you it? hanging out? With? <laughs> no, just it's coming up on a lot of music the, sites. Disco Dan documentary. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Yeah. That's we'll like just go down. Our friend yeah, yeah, worked yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My friend Roger. We used to go to a bunch of those shows back then. Oh, really? A lot of the Go Go shows were in the same venues that the hardcore shows were at. So yeah. it's around the same time. Yeah. 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 Oh shit. Plus Radio Music Hall just um, before you know, the old nine thirty club. Yeah, yeah. Moved to West. But yeah. there were a ton of venues all over D.C. that you, you could see a go-go show one week and then see like a crusty punk the next. Yeah. Wow. That's really – and that's, that's, it was early 80s you said? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many music scenes yeah. haven't been tapped into to taken at least somewhat to the mainstream? Go-go yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah still one of those – this definitely, yeah. you know, that's never really made it. Like, yeah. I, I always described it because when I lived in DC for for two or three years, and uh, I never had heard of Go Go, and then I was trying to explain it to other people. I was like, "Well, you know how like like uh, reggae is kind of like Jamaican pop music. <laughs> this is." DC cocaine music. <laughs> it's just like kind of hypnotic and like really aggressive. And then like, yeah. Mary and like, Mary. Yeah. Mary, Mary like, and Mary yeah. music. Yeah. There, be, uh, yeah. And it was just like super violent scene. Talking to yeah. shout outs. Yeah. That was a yeah, big yeah. part of that, right? It was a big like, thing. A lot yeah. of shout outs to go-go. Yeah. Oh, really? People would stand at the front with like the Lists. names on the paper. On paper like, oh, wow. Trying to get like, because everyone would put out like the live tape because like no one really recorded they would just put out live tapes like you know mixtapes yeah. and uh you were trying to get your name on the tape so that 
people would think you knew the band. Oh, funny. <laughs> it was like lists of names. Like, oh, read these names. <laughs> same to like the family tree. Shout yeah. The cruise. Yeah. yeah. It's, and that was, that was the thing that was like, um, like, especially when I started, you know, reading more zines and stuff like that, seeing like, like, you know, pictures of like some of the hardcore bands I was listening to. And like, I know they sounded tough, but like seeing pictures of these, just these monsters, these just huge <laughs> guys. And what and was it like, when were you guys around for that turn of just, like you know, hardcore punk into just the more of a, like aggressive kind of chuggy. Oh, the metal. Yeah, yeah when the metal, metal like well, there was crossover in the yeah. 80s. Then it became yeah. then like the death metal down tuned. Yeah, growly vocals. Which is like Earth Crisis uh, came along out of that scene and like just that kind yeah. of ch- like it's just like where mm-hmm. if you showed it to someone that didn't know the intricacies of punk and hardcore, they'd be like, "Well, that's a metal. It that's like, heavy metal, it right?" It sounds yeah, like hardcore exactly. minus punk. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, good. That's, a, I, that's a great way of putting it that I never really thought yeah, about. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. Yeah, we, I re- we were definitely... Yeah. Yeah. I, remember, yeah. I remember doing a shelter tour with Earth Crisis opening, and it was it was horrific for us to have to play, <laughs> uh, to have to play after them, yeah. because it was the, like... The power. It was where we were what's called a Krishna core band, which if you're listening to this podcast and don't know what Krishna core is, it's exactly what you think it is. It's a Harry <laughs> Krishna hardcore band. Yes. And there was a trend yeah. in hardcore where Harry Krishna was very popular for a while. And yeah. Sorry by like, what well, like what did, did Ray yeah. and Porcel well, get into Cro-Max, it? And... Cro-Max were doing it. But, oh, cause it was, yeah. It's yeah. a quarrel. Yeah. It's yeah. a quarrel. Yeah. Cro-Max were doing that it, started. but Shelter definitely took it to like yeah. a whole other level. Yeah. yeah. And but, was it just guys the, trying to get clean? Do you think that was like the main, like, or was straight edge not enough? They needed a spiritual straight edge. Yeah, the, maybe, the, maybe. I mean, I think it's yeah, complete rejection of material existence. I mean, what could be more? The except for, except for gig of, t-shirts, yeah, and stickers and, 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 and patches, yeah. Them, yeah. <laughs> but uh, what could be the more logical endpoint of punk rock than that? You yeah, know? Like, yeah. I completely reject everything. Everything. Yeah. everything. That's yeah. Like, that's like well, yeah. I guess the uh, world yeah. and its material items. Yeah, yeah, and that and Crass kind of tried to push that way mm-hmm. as well. I mean, I guess they did because a lot of those guys ended up just Nihilist. having farms, right? Yeah. Well, that that brings me to my point. Shelter were like the drink milk band, <laughs> and Earth Crisis were the we're super vegan band. Yeah. yeah. And it was oh, oh, rough ticket. Yeah. 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 Rough rough times for Shelter. You have Ray on stage and yeah. your shoes are leather. You hear someone scream yeah. at him. What about yeah. those leather shoes? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I remember. Uh, um, uh, Better than a thousand was supposed to play in Hawaii, and uh, the sh- like. They got separated in Asia. Something like one of them was sick, and then they got some of them got quarantined. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then so uh, Ray and I can't remember which guy. One of the guys from Battery who was playing with them, probably uh, Ken. Yeah, that Ken, sounds Ken, familiar. Ken, Ken. And, and they came, and they Ken like Ray they're like the Ken. you know nothing was ready. Like there was just they just came because they had to leave. Yeah. And uh, they ended up like crashing at my house. Like you know, and I'm a kid. I'm like in high school, and my my parents are living there. And like and like there's these hardcore guys staying at my house. And I remember the. Um, it's like the the first thing like uh, Ray was just like uh, uh, he was like he's like where's the Christian temple and I was like oh well it's over it, I took him to where the Christian temple was and he was like he's like he's like cool cool it's uh do you have a TV I was like yeah he's like I want to watch TV <laughs> and then like uh, and then we go back to uh, my place and like uh, he sees that I have a tape just full of the Simpsons you know just tape a VHS tape and like he's like oh, I haven't seen the Simpsons in years <laughs> and, like, and we stayed up to like three in the morning watching the Simpsons great. And then I woke up he was doing push-ups next to my pool <laughs> and then he left behind oh this was the point I was getting back to uh, he left behind a uh, a uh, like a like a Nike uh, windbreaker pullover thing that and then a up, uniform he had oh, yeah. yeah and me and my friends were talking about but that seems 
That's an evil company. Why is this guy Why would be supporting that evil company? Yeah, <laughs> that was that was another thing when you guys came uh, to Hawaii, and I know like and Toby was wearing like a huge puffy like Wu Tang jacket, and that was like when I was like I was like, but these guys are in a hardcore band. Why? Like it was, it's like you know when you, you're young and you're, you're oh, so yeah, yeah. you know, specific in your musical taste. Yeah, yeah. 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 This yeah. is the way of things. Yeah, yeah. I think that's like but that's, New York was all hip hop. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. and that's what I realized. It was like and from yeah. the beginning. Yeah. And yeah. from the very beginning, I mean, and BWP did or um, or BDP um, Boogie Down Productions. Yeah. he did a intro to Sick of It All album. Yeah, yeah. Chaos One's on the Sick of It All. That's right. Oh, I was right? actually gonna. That was for uh, and he yeah. redid it right. For, yeah, he uh, redid it for the for, for the, the new the, version of Clobbering Time. Yeah, yeah. Clobbering cool. Time. One of my all time best mixtape moments. Yeah, I had a I had a I had a, like a tape deck right and left speakers on the right side at the you know my seven inch going in there, mm-hmm. and then on the left side I had a uh, uh, VHS tape of a scene from blazing saddles and it's the scene where it's like uh it's like oh i got it i got it we'll work up a number seven on them yeah. what's a number seven and then doon, 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 doon. a number seven yeah. is when they come a riding into town a whopping and a whooping every living thing inside it's clobbering time oh that's cool fucking, you know that's vhs in the seven that's fucking <laughs> yeah i had one shot that's yeah. like yeah. lifting yeah. the dark side of the moon while watching you guys have you ever listened to the segment all seven it's over and over again <laughs> along with this one scene from Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Shit, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I remember this. Like that's the that's the best thing about punk uh, in general, and the worst thing about punk was just like you know, it, like I always like uh, tell people like you know, like punk rock saved my life. Like it it mm. gave me this thing outside of school that like where I the scene where I you feel like an adult, yeah. you know, because yeah. you're hanging out with guys that like seem like they're you know crazy ancient but they're like 21 yeah. you know um, <laughs> which is crazy ancient in punk rock years yeah it is yeah. Like, punk rock years are like dog years yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hate so much yeah. but like it's like you know it saved my life it made me realize like you know the you know the, like that stuff going on in high school had nothing to do with anything oh, yeah. and i was learning how to just be a person in a normal you know society pretty much and like that sounds yeah. silly because it's punk but like you learn how to like talk to people that aren't just sitting next to you in class or yeah, that yeah. just don't yeah. happen to be in the same neighborhood right. as you no. uh, but at the same time it kind of fucks you like musically because you mm-hmm. you get these ethos and you're like well i'm not listening to that yeah, like remember when a band would just get on a label that had a little bit of distribution? They'd be like, "You sold out!" Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, you guys signed we, Epitaph. I remember it was like there was like fucking like bunch of like zines being like, "Well, here we go." When we got signed to MCA, it was <laughs> yeah, it I, I was over, <laughs> yeah. over for us. There, for yeah, and that was yeah. a funny thing. Like on the Nerds, we interviewed uh, Tegan and Sarah, and they were just talking about every album they put out. It's like. There's just like all these like fans are going. Well, they sold out. And they're like, yeah. didn't we sell out three times before this? And we kept on listening. <laughs> we just continue to sell out. Yeah. If we sold out. Doesn't that mean we should be profiting? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you guys got you guys along with a handful of other bands got fucked in the MCA. Uh, like the well, swoop up, we and then got, just we got actually, we got kind of kind of dodged a bullet. They let yeah. they actually let us we go left. before oh. we ended up in like yeah. you know red tape. There's oh, no we label. Opted out of we, yeah. we had one record to do with them. And we opted yeah. out of it and asked yeah. if we could leave the label before they even crumbled. Yeah, because oh, that was geez. when um it, uh, it was Drive Through Records I think got acquired by MCA and then MCA kind of became like a yeah. pop punkish kind of uh, yeah. hardcore punk label yeah. and uh, yeah, and they had Blink too, so they saw they 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 saw that punk rock would yeah. They just yeah. didn't realize that H2O wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, then the whole thing did. Then it, like, the yeah. entire thing crumbled. I yeah. remember that was like in that early 2000s where like, a bunch of smaller labels just fucking yeah. just yeah. puff. Like yeah. Grand Royal went down around that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why you can, there's, that's, there's uh, like two different versions. Uh, no, three different versions of uh, Jimmy Eat World's album uh, that came out that year. 
Really? It was, uh, their album Bleed American, which is their biggest album. Great album. Like, it has yeah. like five Great singles band. on it. It had yeah. five singles. Yeah. And, uh, but like the, it came out, and then Grand Royal, uh, which was the Beast Boys label, went under. And then so it got acquired by, I think, uh, Capital. And then Capital put it back out. Uh, and then 9-11 happened. And then they're like, well, we can't have an album called Bleed American. Oh, <laughs> so they, and then yeah. they, it came out as a self-titled yeah. album. Oof. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, M- MCA basically. When you have Jimi Hendrix and Lynyrd Skynyrd on your label, you don't need new bands. You need one employee. Yeah, yeah. you're yeah. going like, to be selling yeah. records yeah. just fine <laughs> forever. Yeah, there's yeah. just a guy there going, yeah. let it ride. Yeah, yeah. let it yeah. ride. <laughs> Let's put all the Hendrix songs on a different record in a different order and we'll market it as a new Hendrix record. Yeah, uh, yeah. remaster it. Yeah, <laughs> again. Yeah, yeah. The re 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 remaster of the remastered version. So, reverb. Um, I'm gonna play uh, first uh, this song. All right, let's go. Let's do this shit. I want uh, And then, uh, <laughs> MB. That's that's Mad Ball with a New York second hardcore. track. That's like that's Mad a, Ball, yeah. the epitome of New York hardcore. And that kid was what 15 when he started singing. Yeah. I think he was young. I yeah, think he was younger than that. Younger than that. He was yeah. going out with AF. Really? Yeah. Agnostic Front. Yes. Yeah. Um, Roger would bring great, him along, pull him up on stage. Great band, yeah. As a little kid, yeah, yeah. yeah he was this awesome. like tiny kid that started like, and it's just like this little skinny kid. Now he's bigger mm-hmm. guy now, right? He's oh, yeah. he's, he's filled out, not he's a small man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But a tiny guy, <laughs> but like yeah. all these like adult like fucking huge dudes in this really brutal. Like I remember like uh, the first album I got from Madball was like um, the guy pulling down his lip and he had like the uh, yeah. a mouth tattoo of DMS. Oh. Yeah, which was uh, what, what was that crew? Then, DMS crew. That was like a. Um, Miss a men's social club? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, men's, a men's social club. Yeah. A lot of awesome, like, responsible, awesome men. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I was reading the, the Gavin McInnes book, uh, Death of Cool, and um, he, he made a good point ab- about New York where it's like um, – it's never it, like there's no waves of scenes or anything in New York. It's like it's like a bunch of different communities living at the same time. So true. And like it's so like you know true. it's like there's the hardcore scene that's just there and it will always kind of just have mm-hmm. its own trajectory, like different yeah. planes of existence. Yeah. But like it's like but like those kids have no idea about like around the corner, even next door. There's like all the like the Puerto Rican clubs that are having right. their legendary like clubs. Yeah. 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 Even yeah. within hardcore, you got like Long Island hardcore, which is. Kind of had his thing going on. Then the bands, in yeah. New York, then the bands that were in VOD. Jersey that were like basically New York because they're right there. Yeah. Then all the Connecticut bands. Yeah. Uh, Youth of today. Def- Youth of today. The yeah. best New York hardcore band from Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> they def- definitely have. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Yeah. yeah. There's definitely a lot of a lot of different scenes, and each scene had you know like the the bands that were kind of at the center. I know with New York hard- hardcore when we were coming up. It was Murphy's Law, Sick of It All, Agnostic Front, um, Crown of Thorns, Madball. Wow. Um, trying to think of Orange Nine Millimeter, Quicksand. Yeah, there was that Sip, major Quicksand, label Sip. feeding Did frenzy that of, happened. A like, lot of good bands. One, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, Scott McGee was. Was that when Civ got signed? Yeah. Sip, Lava, Quicksand, Quicksand, Orange Nine. Yeah. Sick of It All went to a major. I Walter think. Walter Schreifel. Oh, that's right. That was scra- yeah. Scratch the Surface yeah, was on a major. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. when the first H2O record came out because I remember MCA. Yeah. I was in Shelter at the time and I heard that record. 
And then the first Ventura record, I wouldn't play on it, but I loved it. And I was like, you know what? This band is this band is going to be so huge. They're like the next Green Day. Then I joined the band, and we didn't become. <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know, um, and it's you know, th- there wasn't also. A, a <laughs> well, we're um, still a band. There's still that. Yeah, chance. it's still awesome. But yeah, it still yeah. can be, be as nice big as Green Day in the bank. Um, there was a, a an interesting thing too that happened with all of those bands. Like that's like well, like Shelter, and I, I was going to play the song. What's what's it threw me off when I first heard it, but. Like now, I find myself going back and listening to it. But you know, when you're not ready for a band to, you're not ready for a band to grow up. Yeah, you know yeah. that weird thing that yeah. happens where you're just like, no, put out the same record. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And there's bands I like that do, like the Weaker Dads. They're like my one of my favorite bands, and they put out the same record every time. ACDC, ACDC, yeah. same yeah. record. Yeah, Motorhead, same yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, and there's bands that like grow. But that should put out the same record, like right. Metallica. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, musical progression is way overrated. In yeah. a lot of cases. Yeah. Um, once you it. hit your stride, yeah. you stick but with it. Stick with it. Yeah, <laughs> the you people found it. what they want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was. I'm going to play the song. Uh, Here we go. Which is uh, what are your thoughts on that song? It's a good song. I mean, it's, uh, it's a pop song. It's a pop it's song. A pop you know? It's song. a good yeah. pop song. Newfound Glory did a great cover of it. Which oh I really? Like yeah, they they covered it and. Uh, and we yeah. sang on we yeah. sang it and sang it with them live. It was oh, a nice. number one MTV hit in Brazil, which was oh, pretty wow. cool. Wow. Yeah, I had a bodyguard over there. It was weird. That was um, crazy. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, good song. Good song. Took me around the world pretty much. So yeah, and that's the thing. It. It's like at the time I was like, "What is this? This isn't what I." Yeah. Spent my you know twelve dollars on you know and now it's like the song I find myself going back to when I mm. go and listen to that record again yeah. and I don't know and it's another thing and like we'll get back into that after we listen to the song but like a lot a lot of those bands went pop like Civ's second album is yeah. you know that's a Civ album the first yeah. Civ album is a Gorilla Biscuits album yeah. the second Civ yeah. album is a Civ yeah. album I think R- it's Walter the Trifles wrote, effect yeah, yeah Walter yeah. wrote that yeah. entire set yeah. of goals in the yeah. second one um, Charlie. Yeah, I love the yeah. second Civ record. I'm in a minority for saying that, but I really like it. <laughs> you know, I'm, 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 we'll play a song yeah. from it. But uh, here's uh, here's here we go by uh, Shelter. I'm so-
was uh, Here We Go by Shelter. Uh, yeah, no, wow, wow, once mm-hmm. in that. Nope. Here we go, wow. The little growl he did. Wow, <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's way better. Than Tony, Tony the Psycho? Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I, I do want to talk about uh, uh, yeah, Straight Edge. What, what are your guys' thoughts on Straight Edge? Hmm. Because I like you know when I heard about H two O you know there and there's those uh, those what are uh, like in the first record there's a bunch of I'm not gonna say sketches but like conversational interludes yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, which uh, which uh, thinking back on those now what do you guys feel about those it's awesome yeah it, it is was, it kind of like a time of your friends just hanging out like because oh, yeah. you guys are giving each other shit well you're giving Toby shit oh yeah. yeah it's funny. <laughs> Because most of the people that came down, we had a lot of beer to one side, so people could sit there ordering a lot of forty ounce. Oh, nice! You could grab a forty from a bag, you could drink, and then just do a little sound bite. And it <laughs> that was, was funny. It was pretty much when we made that record, it was in a studio right by the the entrance or exit, depending on which way you were coming at the Holland Tunnel, right in oh, uh, Southern Manhattan wow. or South Manhattan. And um, it was a, a studio they made commercials in, and the guy that we <laughs> chose to to engineer and and basically produced the record this guy Larry Buxbaum he was uh, I'm sorry what's his name Larry Buxbaum Larry Buxbaum is a rad name <laughs> so Larry Buxbaum was uh, he would make commercials and, and sound bites and he, um, he hooked us up and we made that record in three days for 1500 bucks no way wow. that's, that's a good sounding record that's recording mixing mastering, how many tracks basically. Um, I think twelve in total, but eleven songs. Twelve, the twelfth one, I think would. No, but like how many? Like how many track? Like the tracking of it of the album? Like because there's a lot of backups on that. Or is it, it sounds pristine. Um, it was probably a twenty-four track. Jeez, studio. it sounds great that wow. album. But that was that was quick. Yeah, and that was just like was that the thing? You know, that was just the songs you guys had. And you that just was like, all we had. Let's go and in and we, just we do we them all. We didn't have enough for an LP, and the label <laughs> said, "Well, you need at least twenty-four minutes for it to be an LP." So I did, um, what, three minutes of feedback or something? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the last track. is Atmospheric. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll give you a... Great. Yeah, but like, yeah, I remember the, the, one of my favorite uh, lines that came out of that was, uh, he's covered in tat fucking twos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and getting more covered by the week there. Guy. He got he's a Beats by Dre headphone. Yeah, yeah, he did. He got, he the thing in. I have on my head, he got a he tattoo did, of he that. Did, yeah. He did. Yeah. If he loves something, he's get it on his body. Yeah, yeah. Every time. That's Whatever. the thing about tattoos, breaking though. Breaking Bad tattoos. Does he have a Breaking Bad tattoo? I think he has. Yeah. Like a Heisenberg? Oh, a little Heisenberg. Yeah, Heisenberg. We have the, that seems the to go BBB. against uh, the Straight Edge lifestyle. <laughs> triple B crew. It's like uh, Breaking Bad Buds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's another another crew for the, the shout outs. Wow. That's so funny. <laughs> triple B. Triple B crew. Heisenberg. Tuco. We miss you. <laughs> Crazy eight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. My, Sunday, my Sundays are going to be forever changed off the next week. Yeah. yeah you know, I was watching the comedian Eddie Pepitone the other night and he was just going like it's like I fear for conversation in a week yeah. <laughs> like it's like yeah. what, it, what are you going to talk about yeah what, what are we going to talk about and the, it sucks that like we're all like kind of on edge about that like yeah. as much as like, how it's going to end it's just like it's that's I don't know fun. like I've I've never been able to talk about it anyway because everyone's like always like an episode behind or anything. Uh-huh. So you just kind of have to exactly acknowledge that it's a thing that is, exists and everyone loves it and then yeah. you just kind of you know it's like like old World War Two guys were like you were there yeah I was yeah. there. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's funny too. No spoilers. But yeah. everyone still has a need to talk about, it, so they just go, "Ugh, yeah, yeah." The, they still have to go through the motions as if they were doing details. <laughs> I feel like I lost a friend. <laughs> there was definitely some spoilers. Yeah. Oh man. 
But Shit. Is this airing before the? Uh, yeah, the, the, yeah this will end. I don't even want to say anything. Yeah, no, no. We t- we had like we had like a five minute conversation about the episode last week, and I just I don't care because uh, what? Oh, fucking thanks a lot, Adam. So if you if you uh, are a fan of Breaking Bad and are not caught up, you might want to cover yours. Because um, I know Toby right after the after Hank got shot. <laughs> immediately after he watches the East Coast feed yeah, we yeah. immediately yeah. afterwards he posted a picture on Instagram of Hank with an R.I.P. Oh, and then, like, oh, piece of and then he just Rest got he just got bombarded <laughs> yeah. just, oh my God. like people that were that's so he just, quick he took it down as quick as he could but uh, the damage was done <laughs> for some people so, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's he must have known no he just got, he just got yeah. excited you know what I mean <laughs> God. Oh man! Yeah, you know. With the straight edge lifestyle, does do you? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yes, so. clarity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's insane to think that. Like, I remember uh, during Lost. Uh, like, oh, yeah. It was. I think we were watching like. Never a, seen see, oh well, it was a fun show. It was like I wouldn't recommend going and watching it now. Right. But at the time, it was great. It was oh, the same yeah. kind of it thing where yeah. it built the community yeah. of people just talking. about That's why I don't like then, the way Netflix is doing it. Them, all uh, once. Yeah. Built them up and then let all of them down. Yeah, no, it was fine. It was a nice little. <laughs> they there had you promised go. that they had worked this whole thing out, and then it was clear that they had. Of course, why <laughs> would they just say we didn't? We were fucking. We fucked I up. I don't know. We fucked up. I have a friend that watched that entire series in less than two weeks. Oh man, are they good? No. Yeah. Do you try like D? My wife tried to do that like when like it was like up and coming up before the season or the series finale, and she's like, "I want to watch it with you." And so she was like blazing through them, and she's like, "My brain's melting." Yeah, she's like a lot to. Yeah. But she liked the season finale or the series finale because like she had watched them all so close together. Yeah, and she's like, yeah. that was a pretty good ending. But for yeah, everybody closure. with years, yeah, yeah invested, yeah. like that's what we get yeah. after all these years. Yeah, thing with I the, knew that. <laughs> second show yeah. yeah the thing with uh breaking bad though was that if the not the last episode but the episode before that if that was the last episode ever of that show yeah, i'd be fine yeah. <laughs> just like oh everything got fucked up yeah. great yeah <laughs> great i think he's gonna name the machine gun mr Magorium's wonder important <laughs> that's gonna be that's like actually his... who he's he's on his way to murder <laughs> you? uh the robin williams ro- ro- no it's not Ron williams it's, richard uh, dreyfus oh no, it's not richard dreyfus it's it's who Hoffman. is it dustin hoffman, dustin hoffman. i haven't oh, even seen right. that movie in it. <laughs> <laughs> you have two copies i know <laughs> it will never be watched yeah and the guy the actor they got for that fucking part was perfect oh, oh yeah. yeah he was yeah. so awesome it's like you know, like you know, years about hearing about this guy that can do Robert that. Robert Forster from the yeah. Black Hole. Yeah, yeah. was he in the oh, Black Hole? He, I think he was in the Black Hole. He was in the Black Hole. He was also in the Descendants. Damn, I haven't thought about that movie in forever. Great, great movie. Great, great underrated movie. Great Jackie Brown. Great well, Jackie, Brown. Jackie Brown. That's, that's the that's the Disney movie where they end it by driving into the black hole yeah. right no and it's just like yeah we think we're either gonna die or we're gonna come out the other side and andy perkins gets propelled to death by the big like robot oh, thing it's a giant <laughs> weird <sci-fi>. movie <laughs> it sounds like you're just trying to make up a sci-fi movie and then the guy gets uh <laughs> cut up by the robot monster good movie <laughs> i just watched uh, joe dante's uh re- most recent movie you know joe dante did a uh, uh the burbs yeah, and, uh, you know yeah. a bunch of bunch of great movies, but like it's like his movie that like just would never come out called Holes, and um, it was oh, like yeah. his three D opus, yeah. and I watched it on TV without three D, and it was quite a disappointment. Oh, was it, was <laughs> yeah. it horrible? It wasn't horrible because like everything felt like a like a Joe Dante movie. It was suburban. There was like you know like there was like funny like younger kids and the, kind of a scary element, but then uh, just in the end, I was just like you just lost it. <laughs> kind of lost it. If he listens, which he doesn't. I'm sorry. Yeah. You lost it, bud. 
Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> this is a hard way for you to find <laughs> out. This is a hard way, sorry. So weird you would listen to a show where we mainly play uh, a lot of punk. And I think he's down. He's down? You think Joe Dante's down? Well, he was yeah. one of the, um, like, uh, the... Who's <laughs> <laughs> filling guitar player? <laughs> Not Troma, but what was the other guy like Troma? Uh, uh, Carpenter, James Cameron, Corman, Corman. He was one of the Corman guys. I can see those guys being into some punk rock. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, let's gonna we're gonna take a break with the song regroup. Um, you guys know. The guys from Gorilla Biscuits, right? Of course. Okay, we cool. We're going to play... Uh... <laughs> we just played uh, shows with them in Germany. Oh, really? For Converse. Yeah. For Converse? Wow. We've all Converse come so flow. far. Fuck <laughs> Hopewood <laughs> America. <laughs> Do they have any factories in, in the States anymore? No, they, they, they were just a brand. They got bought up by Nike. Yeah, Nike. Oh, that's yeah, right. That's why, I like, yeah, that's why I have a Converse shirt now. Yeah. From Target. <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to listen to one of my... Favorite Target. Guru Biscuit songs is called New Direction. Yes. <laughs> Just earlier to like we were just doing the uh, the one beat from Metallica. Like so, if someone mentions one from Metallica, I have to go. Hooky drum part, yeah, exactly. 
Uh, there's, there's, yeah, but I do have favorite beats. Fa- uh, um, New Nathan Detroit's the uh, uh, from Braid is probably one of my favorite drum beats. Uh, the one solo part from uh, uh, Metallica that's another favorite drum beat, mm-hmm. and uh, that's about it. I gotta say that the in the air tonight is a drum fill that everyone in the world can air drum, <laughs> and and the drum fill from Toto's Africa. Oh. It's another drum fill that everyone air drums. Yeah. If you watch a bar full of drunk people, <laughs> that's true. We'll do it. And that was like uh, they had the, the reverse thing on it, right? Something <laughs> weird. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, you guys were talking about you, uh, Grill Biscuits did a show, and what year was this? Um, the the kind recent... of say it was like two thousands, yeah, definitely two thousand four. Towards maybe. the end of CBGB's, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think it was two thousand four or five. Because we were you were in New York, right? Yeah, yeah I was still living in New York. Yeah, two thousand four, probably. Yeah, they they played um played CBGB's. Yeah, crazy sold out show. I was like I was saying earlier. Um, Walter was outside and he saw HR wandering the streets with a acoustic guitar with four strings and convinced them to to come inside and open the show for him. So um, but, and, yeah. well, and HR from Bad Brains uh, and Soul Brains, uh, Soul Brains. Uh, but like uh, he's just kind of a special guy, special guy, real yeah. free spirit. Yeah, free spirit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> free spirit wandered into CBGBs yeah. and sat on the stage, not mic'd, and started strumming on the guitar and sing, sing, Ja Love and Ja this and Ja that. And, yeah, yeah. And, and there was. A- Room full of completely silent Sun. hardcore kids with their heads craned to the stage to try and listen to it. <laughs> yeah, wow. it's the weirdest thing in the world. Yeah, it's so odd. It's, yeah. And like, it's weird because he just like there was, was that the American Hardcore documentary where it's like his interview. He's just wearing this like white suit and he's actually right in the park yeah, around over here. He's right on like uh, the Griffith Park recent, fountain. A yeah. recent interview. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's just like in a white suit and like he's just talking about the old hardcore days and like <laughs> clearly a Mexican wedding or a quinceanera got out <laughs> and there's just like a ton of like well-dressed like little like Mexican girls walking behind him. Yeah, oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> like of course something weird and surreal had yeah. to happen. Yeah, got you guys it. you guys can come interview me but I have to be at this quinceanera by one. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's why weird and surreal. Follow that guy. Yeah. We, we played with him in Japan and he came out on stage with the same acoustic guitar I think but in a gold dress and he had a hat that looked like a conch shell an oversized conch shell that was like curled up in gold I actually think it was a trash can it was, it was a trash can wrapped in gold I remember we were speculating if they'd like talk to the trash can the hotel room and the hat out of it <laughs> the oddest thing That's when he nuts. would walk, he'd walk towards the elevator, and you wouldn't see feet move. He would just float. <laughs> <laughs> but it Mars doesn't attacks. matter because he's in bad brains, yes, and yeah, therefore yeah. he can do he no can do wrong. wrong. Yeah. There's some the early footage of them playing is so crazy. It's just like you see him like just crazy oh, yeah. eyes, yeah. and dude, he looked like he could lift the world. Yeah, it was he nuts. meant it, and yeah, just like the word. crazy like he would dodge bottles being thrown at his head by just kind of. Twitching his head to like oh, just the side, yeah, just he so flips off the stage, yeah. And, yeah. Wow. So I'm uh. at the Marble Bar in Baltimore, really, in '85. I mean, if you're listening to this and you don't know Bad Brains, listen to Bad Brains and imagine what you think they look like. <laughs> <laughs> then look at a picture yeah. of the Bad Brains, and it will flip yeah. you on your head and blow your mind. Yeah, yeah. now you know the like kids today would just be like, "Oh, I had the same experience when I saw TV on the radio." Yeah. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Um. There's a thing in the show that we like to do to reach out to the uh, idiots that listen oh, to it, the um, and it's uh, we uh, <laughs> they're just dummies. Yeah. And it's a it's a Twitter game we like to do uh, where we t- we give them uh, a thing. And it w- w- this week was uh, celeb bands. 
And so uh, it's like when you do like a mashup of a celebrity and a band name. And so we're going to do that. It's called Twitter Games. Neil, go for it. That's it? I wasn't ready. Short. Yeah? Not feeling See, this is what happens. He doesn't engage. Now I have time to... So you guys can join in if you think of any. But we had people submit a bunch of dumb uh, Twitter... Twitter, uh, you know, we use the hashtag. Yeah, little mashups. When you put it that way, it sounds real bad. (laughs) Uh, Spin class. (laughs) We got a mashup. Okay, that sounds worse. (laughs) All right. So here's one uh, from uh, um, Andrew Jackson Jihad. Uh, They say, Hugh Grant Daddy. Pretty good? (laughs) Pretty good. good. Hugh Grant. Nine months. Like granddaddy. Nine months slump. Yeah. Yeah, it's like granddaddy. Uh, It takes me a second sometimes. I like this one because this guy considers me a celebrity. Neil Mudhoney. Hey. Oh, that's, that's nice. Would uh, Method Man of War make any sense? Wait, which one? Method, Method Man, Man of War. That totally. <laughs> no, that's a, yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah, Method that's Man weird. is a celebrity yeah. and it's also his name. So he yeah. goes by. Here's a good one from um, Ryan of the Apes uh, Man is the Baz Luhrmann. Oh, so I Take get off it, a Man is the Bastard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, how about Brian? Brian Korn says, Son Aid O'Connor. Okay, that doesn't work because she's a musician as well. Yeah. I, I think the Method Man works because he's yeah. a personality. I don't yeah. Well, yeah, you know, it kind of is musician to musician. Yeah. I kind of. Oh, Here's a oh, fun one from Ryan of the Apes. Don Slipknots. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> dumb. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Neil, are you done looking? I didn't look it up earlier, so it would take a while for me to look it up. <laughs> How about from the, oh. the same guy, Mastodon Rickles? Mastodon like Rickles is great. Uh, yeah, this this game was uh, recommended by at B underscore Crow, Crowhe, K R O H E. What would you say that? Crow. Yeah. Well, he had Will Aerosmith, Jack Black Keys, Robert Dinosaur Jr. Oh, that's good. That's really good. How about the Jim Parsons Project? <laughs> the Jim Parsons Project. That's pretty good. Um, Eddie Murphy's Law. Yeah. Oh, good yeah. one. Yeah. Hardcore fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, here's one, another one. Sick of it, Al Pacino. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's a sick of it, Al in New York. There's there a sick of it, there's Al. A sick of it, Al. Just a big fan, or no, no, he's uh, an old roadie. Oh wow. Uh, or friend from the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Which which crew? Friend from the neighborhood crew. <laughs> alleyway, alleyway, alleyway crew for sure. Yeah. <laughs> here's uh, I, we'll end with this one because this is my favorite one. Julia Louis Dreyfus. Oh, that's, that's the fucking. That was your Twitter game. You have a punk rock fan base, apparently. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the neat thing about doing this is that, like, uh, you know, on the um, on the Nerdist show, which has you know a very big uh, fan base, like I can all occasionally make references or stuff like that to like bands. And uh, can someone shut that fucking dog up? <laughs> uh, well, I'll make reference to man. And then there was always like you know like a couple guys like, hey, I heard you. I heard that mention. I heard you say that. And, yeah. and then doing this has been a lot of fun because um, it's, you know, like it's like-minded people, you yeah. know, because with comedy, you know, it can really hit or miss. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I did I ever read that weird letter I got to you guys. Oh, the one so. where the w- guy was like, "We're the, we're the same, you and me." Yeah, it was this guy and that like just, like emailed me. Stan? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Um, 
he uh this guy just like after my half hour special aired he's like uh hey man i was ready not to like you because i hate hipsters but i'm gonna say you're pretty funny we got a lot in common and then he just starts talking about his life and he's like the worst fucking dude talking about <laughs> cheating on his wife and, and like, oh, like he hate, just yeah and then <laughs> all these like horrible things and he's like he's like anyway big fan we're a lot alike <laughs> love you yeah and i was like oh well i guess in the trunk yeah, yeah pregnant yeah. i guess i'm gonna have to quit comedy <laughs> <laughs> but because of this podcast, it's like it's neat because like you know like punk rock kids and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Been, actually, here's a, here's a fun uh, uh, future guest. I just found this out. Um, Mark Trombino, who was in Drive Like Jehu, mm-hmm. uh, very big fan of that band. Mm-hmm. Uh, he started a donut shop. No, <laughs> really, where at? In uh, Highland Park on York. Really, and it's got uh, it's. It's he just the named after punk and hardcore. Yes, it's called Donut Friend, and it's on York, and they got a bunch of like, and I love it because it's puns. I love puns, and um, he uh, yeah, all the names of the donuts (laughs) are all just uh, GG Almond, (laughs) Jets to Basil, Uh, (laughs) the Cream Syndicate. He makes a basil donut. Yeah, it's uh, weird. It's got goat cheese, strawberry jam, and fresh basil inside a traditional donut top with sugar glaze and balsamic reduction. Wow, that sounds like. It's a real thing. Lunch. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. That's good. They're all real, like, gnarly I'm good all, bombs. I'm all for including donuts in yeah. other parts of food. Yeah. yeah. Rice of Sprinkles. Great. <laughs> and I bought a shirt. He has a Rice of Sprinkles shirt that I no bought. Shit. Yeah. Um, cool. Nutellavision. That's awesome. <laughs> Drive Like Jelly Fudge Gazi. Uh, and the best one I tried was uh, GBH. <laughs> Uh, which was just a really awesome drug. Just, just really GBH. awesome drug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now it's a Greek yogurt, blueberry jam, and a bit of honey inside our traditional donut top with the sugar glaze. Oh. In, a city, yeah. in a city baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's insane. It's neat though. Like it's just a like it's just the guy a guy from a really awesome band decided to just start a donut shop. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I'll definitely go there. That's high. End. Did you guys? What would like? What would like? I know you make jewelry, Rusty. Yeah. Is yeah. that like something that you would like get in full on? To, into I almost said hardcore like hardcore into uh, like once you kind of like step away from music or yeah, it's actually something I've been doing kind of hand in hand whenever we have downtime I'll go straight to the business oh nice yeah nice. So, um, years ago we went to South by Southwest and they did a panel it was 89 and it was Todd our other guitar player his old band Outcrowd and at this panel they said um, don't put all your eggs in one basket have a an exit or have a a b and c plan yeah mm-hmm. and so i always thought okay play music all all my life definitely mm-hmm. but make have, sure something you have something else going that, on yeah. Yeah. something else that can pay the bills so you can enjoy playing music yeah i mean it's a, that's a, a thing that was talked about in that movie that documentary uh the other f word which was uh yeah yeah and it's um you know it's just like it's a very interesting thing to think about like these guys that like you know just just like you're you're in a band and when you're thinking in a band it's it's very immediate and it's like it's i think it's a lot of the same with being a comic where just like you're just thinking about the next gig the next practice the next thing mm-hmm. it's like, and it's always like you it's hard to think long term stuff because it's yeah. always the next thing and then all of a sudden you're just like well shit we got to do another record yeah, or shit yeah. i got to go do this yeah. and then you, before you know it years have gone by oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know and it goes by quick yeah and you've and you've had a blast in the process but you you know, just you lived your life while just waiting for the next trip. So yeah. true. You stand there with your hands up, just like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden you're yeah. like 40 something that. going, how do I pay my bills if I'm not doing this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, a, you know, a, a guy, a friend of ours, a guy that's been on the show, Tony Thaxton from, uh, he was in Motion City Soundtrack right. for years and years and he just left. And it was, oh, well. it was like horrible. I mean, like it wasn't, I mean, it was great. Like, and it's very, you know, it, he's really good. 
now, but like it was like it was a huge decision for him because he was yeah. like, I was. You know, that's your yeah. 18, 19 yeah. when I started making money off sure. of being in a band. Last time he had a job. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's in his 30s and he's just like, wow. What the yeah. hell do I do? Yeah. Now? I fucking lug stuff <laughs> around or yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. door to door. Yeah. <laughs> it's, People get married, you have kids. It's change, when your life changes, the band goes on at some yeah. point. Yeah. It starts to get, can get weird. <laughs> definitely get weird. Yeah. And like, it's just, how do you, I don't, yeah, I don't understand. I mean, and then that, in that, it's it's such a weird thing, and then like you want to be like, oh, it's an artist lifestyle. This is yeah. the this is the life I chose, and this is okay, and I don't need to. But you know, it's always that Morris. Keith Morris. He's living it. Yeah, he's living it. I remember <laughs> my I love like uh, I love that guy. He's like one of the nicest dudes yeah. in the world. But just it's so funny. I was in line uh, like years ago, getting like uh, some clothes for a costume or something like that for Halloween at a Goodwill on Hollywood Boulevard, and then. Uh, he was behind me. He's like, oh, hey, man. And I was like, hey, what are you doing? He's all picking up some DVDs. He was like buying it, like a copy of Garden State on DVD from Goodwill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, a neat life there. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, like, but think about that. Like, you know, years, like decade and a half goes by, and then he starts off with yeah. a dude from Burning Brides, and it's great. Yeah. yeah. And it sounds yeah. like he never missed a beat. Oh, yeah. It's so fucking good. Yeah, it's good stuff. And it's like, it's just right back to it. He went right back to it. Yeah. I saw him like do a bunch of Black Flag and Circle Jerk songs with uh, Fucked Up ones. Oh, wow. And that was fucking great. Yeah. Those songs sound good when you have, you know, 18 guitar players. <laughs> yeah. But uh, w- what about you? Like, do you have a stuff, or are you kind of a journeyman just going from No, there? no, 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 no. I, uh, I'm a personal trainer, which is bartending for people that don't drink. <laughs> so you can... A lot of therapy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you, you, it's something that I love to do. It's uh, something that I consider positive. There's not really a downside to helping people get healthy. Yeah. yeah. It's something that I think is inherently good, and I love doing it. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. You know, no, I, I just started seeing a personal trainer uh, for the first Bing. time, uh, thanks to Bing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's uh, it's 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 great. I was always I put it off for so long. I was like, I don't want someone just paying attention to me while I'm working. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you know, for me, mm-hmm. working out was embarrassing. It's like right, you know, right, I didn't know right. anyone that worked out growing up. Mm-hmm. And guys who did were jocks, and they fucking sucked. You know yeah. that kind of thing. <laughs> Especially Absolutely. the punk rock up green. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just like yeah. not me, not yeah. me, man. Fucking, I'm die when I'm in my you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird because we live in such a such a an intellectual brain driven culture at this point uh-huh. that. The idea of, of having a healthy body is almost frowned upon in certain circles, and it's actually if you if your body is healthy, then your then your mind, your mind be will be healthier, and vice versa. If your mind is healthy, your body will be healthier. Yeah, it's a very holistic thing. You know, you can't sleep on the physical. It's it's yeah. important. It's yeah. it's as important as everything else. You know, if not more important, I would say. Yeah. Well, I was uh, you know I was kind of. Yeah, you know, I, I left a job I had, uh, like I was writing on the soup and I was just kind of unhappy there. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, and then I left and I was just kind of like, well, I'm, I'm depressed or I'm, and so I started seeing a therapist and I was like, kind of like, eh, you know, it's neat. I, I go, like the guy used to be a comic. So I just, I talked to him. It. Like, yeah, yeah. Like he, like he got it and like I would, but then the sessions kind of became me just asking him about like, you know, the late seventies, New York comedy scene. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I was just like, I'm not really getting much out of this. And, uh, and then I, I kind of stopped going, and then I started seeing this trainer, and... And then you realize I'm, you're not as depressed. Yeah, I'm not. Like, it's like, <laughs> yeah. I go to this guy, and I, I, yeah, I feel great, and I, you know, it's, it's so much... I can't recommend it enough to anybody to yeah. do that stuff. Yeah. If I mean, they can. We're smart, but we're chimps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Use your body. Yeah. And it's, just, it's interesting, too, because, you know, I, in my head, I never worked out, so I was just... You know, I, 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 you know, I did CrossFit for maybe, like, two months. 
until I got you know weird vibes. Yeah, (laughs) that's definitely like you can draw parallels between the DC scene and the New York scene. The DC scene always was more seemed a little more cerebral, but the New York scene was always you know visceral and John Joseph and Harley running around the streets. Yeah, (laughs) everyone was. They had the battles in the street to get to the show, and and everyone was pre Diesel back then. There still are. John Joseph is what fifty two now, Phenomenal. doing um, Iron Man competition. No way, wow. vegan. Wow, <laughs> oh jeez, like a total but, vegan warrior. Fuck. But it's weird because whatever you do off tour, inevitably in the back of your mind is well, I can only really invest so much into this because at some point in the imminent future, I'm going to be going away for a, a, yeah. some time. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely a balancing act, you know, yeah. between home life and I truly believe like it's in, in if your home life is great, tour becomes more sucky. Yeah. And if your home yeah. life is shitty, tour is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. It's a great escape. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's that's like they, in, they invert on each other, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, when, when, like, you know, going out on the road for doing comedy, like, it's like I, I loved it. Like, it was just like, I was yeah. like, oh, I get to go out and I just, you know, you're, like, you're meeting new people and you're, yeah. you're drinking and you're just having fun and you're in yeah. new places and new yep. food and, yep. you know, yeah. just, and you're destroying your body. You're yeah. just like, <laughs> travel, yeah. everything yeah. is destroying. But now, you, you know, down. I have like a wife at home that I, I, I really like. I'm going to say I'm a big fan of her. <laughs> She's great. Yeah. yeah. She's a wonderful thing. And it just, it destroys like any of the. <laughs> is, that a, is that a boo? Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Oh, no, ooh. You had your fucking cans on, Rusty. <laughs> That's a boo. Okay. That's a boo. Um, but like you know, it's like you once you have that, you're just like, I don't fucking want to leave this. This yeah, is great. Totally. I'm yeah. the same way. I got amazing girlfriend, and going away on tour is more challenging than it used to be. Being yeah. single and drunk on tour. <laughs> That's the best. Life's good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Life's good. Yeah. Unless you're the drummer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 well, I say that because uh, you know, as a guy that was playing drums and bands for a long time, um, growing up, it's like you know, you, everyone is able to just just pack up real fast, walk real right fast. off the oh, stage, yeah. yeah. And yeah, then, like, great. you're the guy, like, <laughs> yeah. getting even more sweaty. Great impression about drama that you just in between songs, <laughs> <laughs> eating a banana. Drummers <laughs> do all the work, get none of the, none of the props. No, yeah. they don't, because it's just like by yeah, the time you're done, like loading all your drums up and putting them in the cases and yeah. stacking them up, yeah. you're just even like everyone has had a time, had enough time to go and like change their shirt. Oh, and, everyone's like, hanging up. And, yeah, yeah, they're already it's like when you're done. Oh, now we can leave. Because yeah, your yeah. dumb boxes of shit has yeah. now made it into the trailer. <laughs> um, I also play drums, so yeah, that's where that's coming from. I There's a lot of some irrational hatred up. of drums. I collect boxes of dumb shit. Yeah, what do you guys listen to now yeah. that like uh, you're this far into you know having to see bands all the time? And what do you find yourself listening to? Mm. Same shit I listened to for the last ten years. Yeah, yeah you, I, I go yeah. back to the old stuff. I go back to the old yeah, stuff all yeah. the time, and I do even I, older. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like. I can't stop listening to K jazz. Like I'm in my car listening <laughs> to fucking K jazz, and I just like I hated jazz. I remember there was oh, a yeah, little that's, time that's totally against punk rock. Yeah, 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 exactly. Jazz. Fucking heroin junkies, fucking noodling around. Get to the point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why I also like you know punk Don't rock. Chorus, get it to I, the chorus. Yeah, like. <laughs> Punk rock, I fuck, because of punk rock, I hated fucking Led Zeppelin. Maybe because that old uh, Screeching Weasel song. Yeah, like, I hated Led yeah, I was just like, fucking stop wank, showing wank, off. Wank yeah. <laughs> and to this day, that's why I hate cockiness. I hate cockiness in anything. Like, if there's a comic that like has like a big bravado, I just go, fuck you. Yeah, you know. 
who um give us a list of <laughs> <laughs> talk, talking of jazz. The comics have big. I got a few. <laughs> talking of jazz, if you ever go to a bar that has one of those internet jukeboxes, oh, for it. fifty cents you can play one entire side of Bitches Brew by Miles Davis, <laughs> and it will clear that fucking bar out. <laughs> it will clear that. You can also play Twenty One Twelve by Rush, which is an entire side oh, of vinyl as well, for one, as one song, <laughs> which uh, is great. There's an internet jukebox yeah, we, uh, at we a bar nearby, right yeah. yeah. and it's uh, <laughs> and it's got like an app that you can download, so you can play song, you yeah. can put it, the songs in and pay for it on your phone, and it plays. And then, on oh, you, you have your own entrance music put. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> well, here's yeah. the thing: this is what Neil did once. That's hey, awesome. Uh, it was my idea. Was it your idea? It was my yeah. idea. One you of want those blue, assholes. Bluetooth it to like a Beats. Walk in with the boombox. Walk in. Oh, it's good here. And turn it off. Uh, they uh, but like uh, a f- like a guy they knew this guy Nick who was in the unicorns and now he's in the he's in the islands. Uh, he uh, like his so- they found his song on the jukebox or you know downloaded it to the jukebox and then just started playing it when he was there and he got really excited because yeah. he was like someone I don't know anyone in here someone played my song on the yeah. jukebox uh, and, and we were meeting him there and he said I, I have some friends in town let's meet up at this bar I didn't realize the friends he had in town was the rest of the band oh and they were all so, <laughs> so, so, so walking to this random dive bar and their new single is playing on the jukebox oh, yeah. he gave him a little present he got so excited he's like I was about to buy the whole bar around a drink <laughs> oh, man. did you stop him so before awesome. no yeah I finally like no 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 yeah we got there just in time <laughs> that reminds me there was a great there was an improv everywhere which is like this New York really like weird progressive improv uh, uh, group uh, and this guy did this uh, bit called Best Gig Ever, yeah. our, our Best Gig of Our Lives or some of like that. And he found a band randomly on MySpace Music that was in New York and they had a show coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Sent well, the they page. were from like Maine or something. Though. Were they from Maine? Yeah. And yeah. you just found that they were coming yeah, through? Yeah, they had booked their own like little three-show tour around New England and they were going to play in New York. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the band was going to play a show and he sent the link to the page to everybody that's a part of that like you know kind of street theater thing. And he's like, everyone, make shirts, make fucking hats, learn all the songs that are on this MySpace page, like just get way into the band. And so uh, there's a couple of the bands, and then that band starts to play, and everyone just comes in and just starts going crazy, singing along. So the band's been around for like a couple months, yeah. <laughs> and like, ev- like everyone's going crazy, and the That's guys awesome. and they're filming it all like secretly, and the guys are like looking at each other, surprised, <laughs> like we're fucking, we're huge in New York, yeah. this is great. That's and then right cool. when they're done, everyone leaves. So those guys like can't talk to any of them. Oh, <laughs> then, oh yeah. that's so mean! Yeah. Oh my god, it's so it's much like having merch. like the cheerleader hit on like the the yeah. pimply yeah. face nerd yeah. kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. that's so cool. That was the thing is like it, it was this great intention of like making these guys feel like they had the best night of their lives, but then the hangover from that, yeah. Was, Awful, and they uh, yeah. this American Life story about it. Where this it American like, Life wasn't he also like on Twenty Twenty? Yeah, like then? like the band broke up. Like the guy got really depressed. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, he's like we really thought like we were like doing yeah. some stuff. It seemed like people were connecting with the lyrics and yeah. like just fucking. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Oh god, hey, those are the those are the, the knocks. <laughs> those are the yeah. That's what you get. <laughs> um, choosing that path. <laughs> we're gonna uh, break for a song. Uh, this is a submitted song from uh, a band called. Um, Preston Spurlock. It's a split seven inch that I downloaded, and I still can't figure out the way yeah. iTunes works with split seven inches. Like they put like all of the shit on the same thing. But anyway, it's from uh, cho- this song's called Choking Game. The song's called Pres- from the band Preston Spurlock. So there's that. Yeah. Spurlock. Choking game.
They're selling mouse pads. God, they're just fucking. Yeah. There's kids that ne- have never listened to a record on vinyl. But you yeah. know what's fucking happening right now? Cassettes. Cassettes. They're coming back. Tapes. Really? Kids like, like. I'm so fucking excited right now. <laughs> no, what you have <laughs> in your car? I have a cassette player in my truck. That's, That's like awesome. my friend, our friend Jim Hamilton. Dodge. Yeah. 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 Our friend Jim Hamilton, same thing. He's like, he's yeah. like, I love it. I love it. now. I can so get all this stuff on. I was cassette. joking about that the other day. I'm like, okay, you know, vinyl, boom. Yeah. When's the cassette going to boom again? Yeah. The thing is, like, cassettes, cassettes wear out a lot faster yeah. than anything else. Like, yeah. these, they're apparently, like, like apparently, like, the first listen of a cassette is the best format you can listen really? to. Really? But it's everything after that that is not as good. <laughs> you know, you know, deteriorate. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's magnetic, the right? The tape physically stretches out. Yep. So it's, yeah. like... It gets pitchier. Like a, the, yeah. the, the music yeah, industry should never have gone digital. <laughs> yeah, it was like that was their Skynet. Like that <laughs> when they went digital, I know it, it eradicated them and it completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. the end, their own greed fucked them. It's gonna be like the arts and crafts movement. Everyone's gonna go back to vinyl, yeah. cassette. Yeah, and I like I like it because shows. it's yeah. for me like yeah. getting vinyl is more about the process than yeah. anything else. Amazing. Unless you want to rewind. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like ritual. I like having something. You know, like tactile. People are yeah. saying about like. Uh, like books and e-readers like oh I like the feeling of holding a book in my hands I was like I like to have a physical representation of that song that I bought like I like, yeah, I like yeah. having it and I can go and touch it and you know, look yeah, 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 yeah for like, sure. Like making tea, it's a, a ritual. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. And like, just <laughs> the thing is, like, with cassettes—they're the just needle. fucking clumsy. There's, uh, <laughs> I, they don't I, look good. Like that's the thing. I remember, they like, fly. yeah, <laughs> I remember holding people. on to my uh, my like VHS tapes for so long, thinking that it was going to be like pretty soon. These are going to be really cool to have. It's going to be like records, and then it didn't happen, yeah. and I had to keep on moving with three hundred VHS tapes. <laughs> I got rid of them all. Guess what happened in the past couple of years? The fucking VHS revolution. Yeah, I could have made so much money on oh, my VHS tapes. Yeah. I was we, like, gave them to my weird neighbor. One we, man's junk is another man's treasure. Yeah. <laughs> when we moved from New York to LA, my wife had a stack of vinyl, you know, like Smiths, all, all old British yeah. vinyl. Oh shit! And, and um, she's like, ah, oh, it's too heavy. I don't want to drag all this all the way to LA, and started giving away Ooh. all this vinyl. That, and Neil all did the that. Collectors with are bugging yeah. out. I did that as well. I was moving out of a storage space, and my truck opened the back, the gate, and the pickup oh, truck no. opened. Every record Everything. I owned, and a bunch oh of other stuff, God. but I haven't quite figured out what I lost. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, it's probably where, for did, the best. where did it spill? Uh, On the five? Somewhere between <laughs> downtown and around here, just surface streets. Because I was like, 
I got a lot of like expensive shit back then. So I wanted bouncing around on the highway. Oh, that sucks. And then, uh, yeah, oh. and I remember I was like at a stoplight way downtown in like the worst like murder city downtown. Like you know, where there's like just nothing for miles. It's yeah. Like Charles Bronson, New York. Yeah, and then you just and then you see like a couple like there's just a guy walking, and you're like, that, he's gonna kill that seems me. Weird. Like there's no. Houses, there's no businesses that are open. Like, there's a 24 hour storage unit there, and you're just like cruising the sidewalk. And I was at the stoplight, and I was like, trying not to make eye contact, but I was like, I'm a little nervous that this guy's on the sidewalk (laughs) while I'm at this red light. And I remember kind of looking over, and he was looking behind my car, pointing at the records. No, not pointing, but like waiting for me to drive away because it would fall out. I also lost a 17 inch computer monitor, like, or no, a 22 inch. It was a big one. What year? Uh, it was pretty new. It was an Apple cinema display. I'm a video editor, so I had like, you know, three monitors set up. I was all psyched for it. And then that just, sucks. Now I've That's got two monitors set up. What <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a bummer. I want to know how, like, when did you move to the States? I moved to the States in 94. Oh, and... so you like got into bands right away. Yeah, I moved to Joint Shelter. Oh, so I moved okay. right from my parents' house into a Harry Christian temple in Brooklyn. And wow. then from there, I moved. That must have really fucking made them happy. Well, yeah, they, they were thrilled. <laughs> luckily, luckily, God bless them. My parents have always just been like, okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember one time I came, people. hopefully my parents have listened to this, but one time I came back from, uh, right after I joined Shelter, right? I'm still straight edge. And my dad's like, so you're in a rock band now. I'm like, yeah. He goes, you do drugs? And I was like, no, dad, I don't. And he's like, you don't do cocaine? And I was like, jump. I was like, no, Dad, I don't do cocaine. He's like, are you sure? Would you tell me if you did? And I was like, yes. He goes, because if you if you do, I know this guy. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, thanks, Dad. Way to role model. Wow, way to be a role model. Our dads aren't too dissimilar. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that was, that was the thing about Straight Edge is that, like, uh, you know, Adam's my older brother by three years, and he got into, like, you know, just like any kid, just drinking and smoking yeah. pot and doing drugs and stuff Especially like that. Especially any kid in Hawaii. Any kid in Hawaii, yeah, for yeah. sure. What yeah. else you, you going to do? Hawaii? Yeah, we're both born and raised in Hawaii. Wow. Land, landlocked. Straight up Hallies, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Technically not, but yeah, because uh, we're Portuguese. Our last name is Rodrigues. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. That's well-tread territory, but um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like... Uh, you know, and like I told my parents, I was like, like I remember making a decision, going like, you know what, I'm not going to do what everyone else does. Like I'm gonna, and then my friend Donald was like, that's called straight edge. I was like, that sounds way better than saying you're drug free. That sounds way cooler. <laughs> straight edge, yeah. yeah. Like, straight edge sounds, sounds like tough. tough. Yeah. 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 And then like you know, then he's like, well, then here's my thread. I was like, the whole world is beginning to yeah. take shape. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've told that story before too but my mom taking away my minor threat tapes because she, all she heard was the cursing she's yeah. like oh, yeah, you shouldn't have this no. I was like what and then she read the lyric sheet and was like you can have this back yeah. <laughs> and being a straight edge kid too when your parents know what that is and like yeah. you know it's a you end up getting into way worse shit oh my than God. you would ever oh, like because yeah. you're you're sober and bored, so you can drive around. You don't have to be you know scared of any cops. You don't have to worry about. Yeah. So you just like we did horrible things. We yeah. like tipped over port any porta potty we saw. We would pull over and we just tip it over. If we saw like you know a bunch of like newspapers like uh, that were like ready for the delivery for the next day, we just pile them into a car and then just fucking just like put them in front of someone's lawn. Nice. Like, straight edge kids straight are edge. fucking mischievous, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. mischievous straight edge kids. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have anything to dull those senses. Yeah. A lot of the kids in the DC hardcore scene, they all got into graffiti. Like, oh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and so like, was it, what, what was happening? In, were like, what were you in London? Or well, yeah, you... I was in I was in London playing in a grindcore band at the time. I finished music school. I went to music school for a while. And uh, for grind, did you major in grindcore? I did. <laughs> did you minor in yeah. power violence? Yeah, I had a yeah. minor in technical death metal. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was, uh, and then I met someone. I used to go to the Harry Christian Temple for free food. That's yeah. what I did. Yeah, it's awesome. Everywhere. Yeah, right. just got, just what is the of being served? Yeah, right? it's, oh yeah, my yeah, god! Yeah. And then uh, the shows in New York. I used to have to mop up after. After the free uh, Christmas yeah. meal. And uh, what, Santa Cruz? In Santa Cruz. Oh, oh fuck. the worst. You can never get the smell out. Oh. Yeah. Can you guys wrap up the singing? I got to... Uh, well, it's interesting because, I mean... I mean, if you go to Catholic Church, right, you get a wafer and a sip yeah. of wine. You go to Head Christian Temple, you're walking <laughs> just, out of there with full. Oh, yeah. I will say the people full had food. a lot of fun. Every oh, Sunday, singing, dancing, and eating. Yeah, Sunday meals, Sunday feasts, like became like all of our friends like. We just got way into it. a couple of like our like Harker friends got like into Krishna, yeah. Uh, but like you know, the rest of us were just like, it's just a good time. It's yeah. a good thing mm-hmm. to do on a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Carbo load and uh, oh, yeah. and <laughs> I met him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I met this guy Graham who was in shows at the time. He was doing a side project with Polystyrene from X Ray Specs in oh, London. Shit. And we became friends. And he went back. He was actually playing bass in shows at the time. He went back to New York and wanted to quit Shelter. And he, believe it or not, he had a dream that I took his place. Oh, wow. Shelter was my favorite band, like posters on the wall, like wow. fanboy. And he calls me. He goes, "Hey, you want to come to New York and try it for Shelter?" And I was like, yes. "Oh shit!" Wow. And I flew out. I almost didn't get the gig because I was too tall. True story. <laughs> Wait, because Ray and Porcel are so short. They're very little men. Yeah, two. but that, that really they like. Yeah, they, 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 there was discussion of could I crouch and stuff. I, I <laughs> lost oh it. Oh my god! Yeah, a wide stance. Yeah, that's, well, that, yeah. that's what I'm a bass player. <laughs> that comes natural. I have a wide stance. So I got the gig when I, if you, if you're into hardcore, my first tryout was Ray Purcell and Sammy playing drums. So oh I was like, shit! Fuck them in Utah today right now. It was like, yeah, wow. and that's then straight uh, up, yeah. Got the gig, moved into the Harry Krishna Temple. It was me. Ray Purcell and Franklin, who ended up playing bass when I switched to guitar for all the, sh- all the tours on the Mantra record, in one room. My bed was a plank of wood with a crack in it oh. and a blanket and a pillow. Cold showers, no masturbating, no meat, <laughs> no no fun. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was tough. Well, at least the showers Treated. were cold. Tough. Yeah, yeah, well, that's why they wanted the cold showers. No toilet paper. Smuggled my own in. Wait, what are you supposed well, to do? Um, in <laughs> temple life, you 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 squat on the toilet. You know, you do the yoga hands. squat. Yeah. And then you take a pitcher of water in which you pour down your back. And you use your hand to, to douche yourself, then you take a full shower. And if you ever go to Harry Christian Temple, you notice that devotees always only eat with one hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? That makes sense. Yeah. That's why the they do that. The other one's, one's for eating, one's for cleaning. Jesus. And then uh, then things got weird with Shelter, and uh, I moved over to H2O. Do you not want to go into it? <laughs> oh, man. We don't have to. We don't have to. I'm not like trying yeah, to get the I mean, scoop. there's a lot of, lot, of, lot of water under the bridge, and you know. Yeah. A lot of I will. I will tell you one thing, that the entire time I was in Shelter, I got paid $30 a day. Wow. Ooh. But it was only, constant. Only on tour. Oh. Yeah. oh so, you know, that oh. would... You know. Oh, because you were like on tour, any of the records? Or, I was on Mantra. I played on the Mantra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're yeah. on Mantra. <laughs> but uh, yeah. But now over. it's all good. Now, yeah. we're, now we're all now everything is copacetic. But there was a point where you know you're just like, what the? Fuck? Well, you know, Ray is f- like from that like you know two days I mm-hmm. spent with him like uh, was like a very nice guy, a very awesome. generous guy. Yeah. But also like Charming. there was a couple things that like I noticed like he was going Red through flags. my seven inches and um, <laughs> we were watching The Simpsons. He's going through my seven inches yeah. and he pulls up uh, a Born Against yeah. uh, like seven inches. He's like. Yeah. 
Let me tell you about Sam. And then just like for a half an hour, shit on Sam McFeeders, who I'm sure is not a good guy at all. Like he just seems like a psychotic weirdo. Right. Like the guy from, you know, Men's Recovery Project. Not all there. Uh, But like, just like, and I was like, Hey, I just, I just really like. That's not very Krishna. It's not very, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's always like you know the like the ones that preach yeah. the most are always the ones where well, you're like because you're no, more, you were more in tune to like look for those yeah, moments. Yeah, yeah. I I, de- I definitely your pointers. Th- yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely think like like when whenever you completely reject material existence, you're a lot like a, you're like a recovering addict who occasionally relapses. Yeah, you know? oh, yeah, yeah. And when you go, you go big. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah so, he also, yeah. I remember also like uh, like we got in my car and I was listening to uh, I can't remember, but which was Lifetime. We were listening to Lifetime, yeah. and he just like started talking about like, ugh, I hate this guy singing. It's so whiny. And I was like, I could turn it off. He's like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's interesting. Now he's now he I believe, he's a really successful yoga instructor. Oh really? Yeah, he has like he does teacher training courses and he t- leads pilgrimages to India and stuff. Like, wow, he's fuck. really immersed in that lifestyle. I, th- I think because he started to get way like 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 you know better than a thousand came around. It was yeah. like it was like he was headed away from Krishna. Yeah, soon. and he got he there was kind of that whole wine incident that happened in Italy or Spain or something where he was the in the mountain. Wine incident? What happened? Well, he was in the mountain. Ma- I, I mean, the story as it's related to me, and I spoke to him about it. Yeah, was he was in the wine? You know, the the wine country. I think in Spain or Italy or something. And he decides that you know he's going to have a glass of wine with his pasta. Maybe even half a glass, just a few sips of wine. Yeah. Of course, uh, you know, people saw it. It got blown out of proportion. I mean, wow. the guy, the guy wrote those songs about Straight Edge like 15, 20 years earlier. Yeah, yeah. he was a child. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Ian McCoy I mean, has a sip of yeah, beer now. I mean, yeah. basically, yeah. you know, and and and. And, you know, he got kind of really hauled over the coals for sipping wine when nobody got harmed. It was like he drunk dro- drove yeah. into like a yeah, bus, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Completely but, innocent. It was, you know, so he, he's been through it. It's like, uh, what was the, the Beatles guru who was eating hamburgers and stuff? What? Really? Was that guy eating hamburgers? It was a probable part, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't remember his name. It's a very long Indian name. But he, all, they all went to go see him, and then they found out he was eating like McDonald's. Oh, uh, <laughs> a bummer. Well, we all have our moments. Yeah. <laughs> he was that, on tour. When, when did you? Uh, when did you end up uh, yeah, no breaking trace. Edge? Um, I broke Edge actually. I was Edge up until I was in Sheltered Jew. I was actually Edge for quite a long time. Then I joined H two O, and I was Edge, and then we went on tour with Murphy's Law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and and <laughs> Todd Youth and Jimmy G. And Goat and Dean actually who are on that tour too. Oh look at that. Um yeah. Murphy's Law tattoo. Beer Water yeah. USA ninety six. They showed me a side of life that I had never seen before. <laughs> and it was love. Isn't it great like like and I didn't abstain for too long at all. But in Hawaii, it felt like I abstained for a lifetime or two, yeah. just because yeah. it's like it's everywhere. You're just yeah. you know, you're you're entrenched in it. But then like when I finally turned, I was like Oh shit! I get it. Yeah, I, this is fucking. Yeah. This makes sense. It's almost no good. wonder people love this. It's almost good to hold off a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost good to, to hold off. Yeah. And then I became a giant drunk. I had two kidney failures. Oh Whoa! Yeah. At one That's point, I was, one point I was drinking a bottle of vodka every day. Oh, so you mm. went? You oh, like, I went were, off. You were making yeah, up for? Yeah, yeah, I went full wrong. I had a bit yeah, of that. Like a lot of my twenties was that was like yeah. like you get this weird feel when you break edge. You're like, well, it's like. I got to keep on. This is like I'm yeah. got to make up for lost time, yeah. and that's why. And that's why I was like really like liberal with like just trying new drugs. That like in my early twenties, so I was just like I was like if this then that, yeah. You know, it was like, that's like kind of what you're thinking. If this then that, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, yeah. And then uh, three September sixth just gone would be three years no drinking for me. Oh sure, oh, yeah. 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 just like you know like 
It's okay. It really kind of was Facebook driven in a way. Like you're like, okay, I can make an asshole my, of myself in front of a bar full of people, but now I'm drunk. I make an asshole in front of myself, yeah. of, uh, in front of everyone I know. Oh, right. shit. I was like, you know what? I can't. Fuck this. Is, <laughs> that's this really is too interesting. Much. I wonder is, if there's been yeah. a lot of those. Yeah. I wonder and, if that's. And the other thing I noticed was that uh, I would get hang. My hangovers would get really, really bad, and I'd get drunk a lot easier. So I felt like you know, like they say, a yeah, fighter, yeah. his jaw gets shot after a while. Like he yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. I was like, Punchy. the kind of the same thing happened. Plus, I have a I've disease. Seen... I shouldn't even be drinking anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what about you? Was, uh, were you ever a straight edge? No, never was straight edge. But I was never, never smoked. Was never a smoker. Yeah. And beer. I've tried just about everything, but um, nothing stuck. Yeah. I tried yeah. um pure grain Lucky. alcohol. <laughs> like yeah, what, like while you I, were touring through the south or something? No, no, I was, I was eighteen. No, not even. I think I was seventeen, and I woke up the next day in my bed, and I didn't know how I got there, and I thought this sucks. Hungover for three days. So oh, jeez. Like, that's at a young age. I was like, okay, I'm not. I'll never do that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got burned. Everything I tried, I would do it, in excess, and it would burn me, and I'd be like, okay, I'm not going to touch that again. <laughs> yeah. So wow. Now it's like I can sip a beer. I'm the next best thing to straight edge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't drink to get drunk. I'll have yeah. a. And you don't have that attitude. <laughs> but it's like. Um, yeah, so both of you are kind of straight edge by default. No, 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 no. no. I have, I'm very concerned about the possible uh, sudden onset of glaucoma. So, so I do, I do take Which the take of preventative measures yeah. on occasion. Now I'm realizing, I, like yeah. I'm doing like that back, yeah. back detective thing. To, he said drink. He hasn't yeah. had a drink. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> to protect myself against this, this yeah. possible horror. Yeah. Rely on your eyes for work. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yes. Totally. You can't drive if you. Fine. <laughs> yeah. But do you guys know that Rusty was murdered? Was it? Rusty was murdered. Yeah, years ago. Rusty yeah. got shot dead. Shot dead. What? Oh, I think your wife might have mentioned something about this at uh, one point. Yeah. Well, what's this story? How did that? How did this happen? How did you end up dead? Um, <laughs> shot. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. shot by a little asshole. Um, I used to live in in Maryland, south of DC. So uh-huh. I grew up on the DC scene. But it was shooting pool at some kid's house. First day of summer vacation. And a kid comes in, I get the next game. No, I get the next five games. Fuck off. And, you know, he Rusty got to pissed, the kid. kicked the bike over. Oh. I chase him down the street, throw him on the ground, kick him a couple of times and say, you know, you fucking bitch. Come back when you're a man. He came back 20 minutes later in a Rambo army jacket with a 44 Magnum. And oh, oh, my God. God. Yeah, um, and he walked in, clicked the chamber, pulled the gun out, stared at me, and I stared at him. Thought he was just bullshitting, so I continued playing my game. And then um, a second later, I look up, and he goes, you should have pushed me down, motherfucker, and blasted me twice. And Oh, my God. Knocked me on. Knocked me, surprised my shoes didn't fly off, but I hit the ground. And Did he was, get tackled, or what happened to him? That I think he... You know what he's doing what, now. <laughs> this is the irony. Well, this is the fucked up part. So I'm laying, I'm laying there bleeding. You know, I think... What the yeah, I got a hole in my chest. I, I was afraid to look down, thinking it's a forty-four Magnum. He probably, yeah, and it felt like it hit me in the chest. Yeah, and I thought I'd look down and see a hole, and then guts filling <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. back. But it turns out it was a um, shot shell, so it was like a basically oh. by like oh. being shot with a shotgun. Oh, so it was a, even more, even pepper. more. Yeah. yeah, but that's a hell of a kick too. Yeah. That, that oh, fuck. straight off my feet and um. But I look down and there's blood as my heart pumps. You see blood squirting out like a sprinkler out, oh. out of my chest and stomach. And so you know, I, I run home. But um, you know, while I'm sitting waiting for ambulance or cops to show up, yeah, you know, 
wrap a towel around the the wounds and and um i hear the a siren so i'm thinking oh, okay i'm safe they, they'll take me to the hospital they fix me up but i started to pass out and um the, the cops wrapped me up put me in an ambulance and on the way to the hospital you hear code three code three we're losing them that's all i, I heard you flat whoa wow stepmother flatline on the way to the hospital they um pulled me back up when i got to the hospital they zapped me with um adrenaline those cut downs in my leg in my arm oh wow Um, full units of blood shooting through and then you know basically shocked me back to life and you know i could hear my dad in the hallway what do you mean you haven't arrested that little motherfucker oh shit tell him what the little motherfucker's doing now so the little motherfucker we play a show with um boxcar racer and the used and we're in dc and at the every, every show we play, I like to shake hands and say, hey, thanks for coming out. So I reach over to Barricade to shake hands with the kids in the front row, and the security guard grabs my arm. And the security guard is like, oh, hey, remember me? And I look at him, and it's the kid's older brother. And I'm like, yeah, I remember you. What's your shitbag brother up to? <laughs> oh, he's God. like, oh, he, he's a bouncer at this club down the street. Oh, he's also oh a God. D.C. policeman. What oh. the fuck? Oh, wow. <laughs> so he's a fucking cop. He's a D.C. cop. Wow. How do you how do you get to become a cop when you fucking That's shoot? What, yeah. James Flanagan. If you're listening, <laughs> you're an asshole. Fuck you, James Flanagan. Wow. Great oh, Metro man. policeman. Shit. Pretty I great think I just name. invited him back into my life. <laughs> yeah. Jim Flanagan. Jim Flanagan. Yeah. Officer Flanagan. Officer, Officer uh, Flanagan. Yes. Can you blast That's somebody? <laughs> That's yeah. fucking crazy. But all these years later, you know, you start thinking, how the fuck is this guy a DC cop? And you know, when you think karma and people get what they deserve now every day he can wake up and he has to worry about who's going to shoot him. Uh, would, you, yeah. would you kick his ass if you saw him <laughs> no if he, if he wasn't a cop <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if he wasn't Good a cop point. i think about point. smashing him he's a bouncer where does he work yeah. i'm gonna go get him bounce his fucking ass yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's bouncing for the uh, citizens of dc jesus uh, yeah. christ i work with a maintenance man who was a dc cop and this dude by um by nine o'clock, he'd have one drink. By noon, he'd be blasted, shit-faced, and he had insane stories to tell about being a DC cop and how, you know, he, uh, his partner shot somebody, so they put a knife in the guy's hand. And DC's crazy. Yeah, you yeah. th- you so, think being the capital city, they would clean the fucking place up? No, yeah, but think about the capital city fucking... in any state. It's, oh, it's always, always the worst city. What? Albany? Carson City? Is it Albany for no, New York? Yeah, yeah, yeah Albany. Albany. Yeah, Sacramento. Yeah. Yeah. So it's got to be even. Like way worse if it's the fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. capital of the yeah. country. Because yeah. it's also yeah. it's not a state, so there's like all this like weird like tax stuff where like the citizens who actually live in the city are like we pay federal taxes and we don't get any Shit. benefits. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like you know or they have like food. the super cleanest like metro system, but then everything else is kind of shitty, and you know you get shitty cops and stuff. Yeah. And that's my friends who grew up there. Like yeah, they're being graffiti kids. Their stories of the cops were not. Flattering. Oh yeah, DC cops nuts. Like <laughs> the the worst thing you could ever do to a DC cop was make him run. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like if you ran and they they had to chase you and they caught you, like they fuck you get up. The fucking <laughs> shit. That's what the one thing is about LA cops. LA cops are yeah. no joke. Yeah, yeah, these guys yeah. are serious. They have yep. like, like requirements of like they have to be yeah. able to like yeah. bench press a certain like those. Oh yeah, are and big. run. R- right before I left New York, I saw a cop with an iPod on. 
That's where to go to stand in the corner with an iPod. Yeah. I was like, really? I wonder what he was listening to. Yeah. Tea, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, friend, uh, my friend was like, he loves taking pictures of just cops leaning against the wall smoking yeah. a cigarette. Like yeah. in New York. He lives in New York. He just, he loves like, just like a guy just like fucking, just like, ah, might as well be on a construction site. Yeah. Yeah. You know the crazy, or what's funny with us, we um, were San Antonio. So we're loading merch out of the van into this tiny little venue, and this cop rolls up, and we're in kind of a no-parking zone. We're like, oh, fuck, here we go. We're going to hear from this cop. Move your van, and it took us two, forever to get the parking. And the guy jumps out. He's like, hey, dudes, can I get a picture with you? Oh, oh man, because me and, me and Total someone H2O else in the van were yeah. <laughs> medicating. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> we were just like, oh, no. <laughs> this cop's going to bust It's going down. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's that's the yeah, I remember in the New York I was uh, I was in a cab that got pulled over. Uh, a cab that got pulled over. A cab that got pulled over. That's it might have been Queens or something like that. But uh cab gets pulled over and the cop like uh goes goes over the window. He's like, Hey, you, you, it looks like you're getting a flat. I got a jack, I'll be right back. And then like the cop helped the New York cops, they get props too. Yeah, wow. yeah. Definitely. definitely New York cops. Crazy. Detectives. We we had a good friend who's a detective in New York. He's got a a million stories. That, really, that, he used uh, to work at. Uh, he used to work at. Um, uh, bar. What's the uh, the bar you? Oh, I used close? to work at a, uh, a bar called Tom Bergen's, which was a very heavy LAPD detective bar mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah, it's and the then, Irish, the Irish, uh, Irish place. Yeah. And then it sort of Shamrocks calmed down. The ceiling. Yeah. yeah, but but uh, there was one guy, a guy named uh, Detective Frank Boland, who had been Detective L- Frank Boland. He had been Frank LAPD Hyman. for. Thirty-seven years by the time he retired, he worked on wow. Manson. Yeah, he, and he had been a detective yeah, for all but like four <laughs> of those, and so yeah, worked on worked the Manson killing. He arrested uh, what's his name? Uh, got to give it up, Marvin Gaye's father. Oh, wow, uh, he he took the gun out of Marvin Gaye's father's hand. And, wow, and, and actually told him, I didn't hear a thing you said, so we're gonna have to treat you like a uh, witness and definitely not a suspect. <laughs> and then he died. Three days later, because he was he was old and sort of going wow. out. But he's like, "Yeah, we're all oh, secretaries are out, so you're just gonna have to sit at home until we figure <laughs> this stay out." Stay here, yeah, just stay. Wow. Here. You know, he deserved to be murdered. Right? Well, <laughs> he t- he told some stories, and I don't want to get libelous or anything like that. But apparently, there had been quite a few phone calls for the police to go to Marvin Gaye's house that never quite ended the way the cops felt they should have. Right, like, oh, people wow. were escorted out, or men and women were separated. And sort of, right. but no charges were ever filed, and they uh, police didn't like that. They didn't like somebody yeah. who could who could do Surreal that. Yeah, yeah. So, it's good to have a cop friend. It's very yeah. good to like, have a like, cop friend. I understand. I understand why cops like sometimes they fly off the handle. Fuck. Think about what yeah. you're dealing with every day. Oh, if yeah. you put oh, yeah. me that in front of me, I'm gonna have a bad day. I'm gonna fuck someone up my nightstick. <laughs> yeah, I would love. To I'm have fine a cop with them badge. flying off off the handle if there's like a handle to fly off of. Yeah, yeah but that's if you're true. just like, uh, it's like. It's like if it's just a dick cop out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, uh, don't dig yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I still get, I mean, That's I'm a, t- a tax paying guy in his 30s that has, does like, like my tags are up to date, my license yeah. is good. <laughs> but every time I see a cop anywhere, I'm just like, nervous. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's following me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, like, I, when I was living in San Pedro, like, the cops over there are pretty gnarly. Yeah. It's like if you're not, you know, if you're not like a longshoreman, they kind of just could give a shit about you. Mm. When we first moved out here, we got rear-ended by a, a Beverly Hills cop. Oh, oh really? Uh, Eddie Murphy uh, and Judge uh, Reinhold. Yeah, yeah. Old, older guy who was typically a um, motorcycle cop. But oh, he was funny. behind the wheel of a car. I made an illegal left turn, and I thought, shit, there's a cop. 
I'll hurry up and make this right. And if he follows me up here, then I'm caught. I'll pull over. So I made a quick right. And I look in the mirror. I see him. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get pulled over. So I pulled into this parking spot because the whole street is wall-to-wall tr- you know, cars parked yeah. at meters. Pull into this parking lot. Put it in park. Put my hands on the steering wheel, thinking, you know, procedure. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to get shot. He comes screaming in. Sirens blazing. Smashes right into. Oh. Destroys. We had a mini two thousand, like an 07 Mini Cooper. Oh. <laughs> destroys the this car. And you know, my wife is sitting in the passenger seat. She just had her hair done, and she's like, "What the fuck is that? What's going on?" <laughs> we just got hit by a cop. That's so right. Keep my hands on the steering. Is that like winning the lottery? Like, do you get a bunch of money? <laughs> you think, right? Should have. Yeah. Um, but we we just moved here straight from New York, and we're like, we're not litigious. We're not going to sue. Just yeah. pay for the car. Yeah. But you know, he he gets out of his car, walks up, and I have my hands on the wheel, and I get some, like, is this procedure for pulling someone over to give him a ticket? <laughs> and he goes, no, your brakes are way better than mine. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah. No lie. In Beverly Hills, it was 25 cops show up. Oh, Cameras. His, the head of his division. Are they all giving and him shit? They're giving him shit and they're asking us, are you okay? You sure you don't yeah. need to go? Because oh, they're like, this your is neck else, who the fuck is this guy? This guy might be. <laughs> oh, exactly. good point. Yeah. They thought we would sue the fuck out of him. And yeah. we, we should have. We'd have a house out here. Which right? <laughs> 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 yeah. is an, oh, my neck hurts like a oh, wow. like condo. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think I could move more than six or eight blocks from right here. But almost the, the worst part of it is... Um, they have to open the trunk and take pictures, and I have all the Christmas gifts that I bought my wife. Are in the oh, trunk. And, um, spoiled. I'm like, no, 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 don't open that. <laughs> and then you know, <laughs> reach for like, what's going on? <laughs> like, no, no, please. I go, no, no, the, the Christmas, they're, her Christmas gifts are in there. I don't want her to see them. And, <laughs> like, oh, okay, we understand. Yes. We got, got her fan come with me. But, um, oh, that's but, yeah, great. That, that should have been the lottery ticket. Yeah, yeah, that should have been it. And we're going to take a break for a song. We're going to play uh, something off of uh, 13 Day Getaway. From Civ, nice. Which is, uh, which is uh, when, um, like, it's funny. These are all my like stories of like any guys, any hardcore guys from New York. It was, uh, it was uh, Quicksand was supposed to play a show, but it got canceled because the venue uh, closed down, and they just used that as an excuse to have a trip. But the whole time we were like, we could put on a show for you at this guy's garage, and they're like, yeah, we're not going to do that. Yeah, because <laughs> um, this was like this was probably ninety eight. This is you know years after Manic Compression, but like. Uh, Walter Sheffield, Sheffield, Shrifles, Shrifles, um, might be one of the funniest guys I've ever met in my He's life. Awesome. Um, Chevy Chase. If you look at him, he looks like. Chevy oh Chase. yeah, I never thought about that. <laughs> He's like he was like like I remember everyone, all the other guys were like freaking out about like oh look at the ocean. He's all He's like yeah, it's fucking water. We saw it on the other side of the island. Let's go eat. <laughs> but just uh, but like he was talking about um, hearing the tapes for Thirteen Day Getaway from Civ. And he was just like, it's a different thing. And I was like, well, well, how? He's all, it's a different thing. And then I got it when it, it came out, it. and it's just like, it's, it's, there was like some special, uh, some concert special on HBO that had Civ playing, Civ and a couple other bands. A Sick of It All might have been on there. It was like some big concert that they filmed in New York, and they play one of the songs from there. I was like, that's real weird. Maybe it's just a fun joke song, and that's an entire album like it's that. It's weird because yeah. that oh, record yeah. starts with like a really distorted guitar, and yeah. then it goes, <laughs> yes. like, then it cuts, and you're like, huh? Yeah, and there's a reggae song yeah. in there too. Do you ever listen to the Mike Judge solo record? Mike Judge and Old Smoke. Literally, I got it on vinyl sent to me. It's it, I'm not kidding. It's on Spotify. You can listen to it. It sounds like Neil Young. Wait, Mike Judge from Beast from Judge. Oh, from Judge. Mike Sorry. Judge from Judge. It's I got it and I was like, Mike Judge solo record, bedroom mosh, and I put it on and it sounds like Neil Young. Wow. And I'm like, 
<laughs> this, is there like a wrong sticker on this record? <laughs> you know, when you buy the record and it's all not what you wanted. <laughs> uh, well, we're going to play Haven't Been Myself in a while off that track, and then we'll come back and wrap it up. Haven't taken a walk with myself in a long time. And sometimes I feel left out in the cold. Haven't had a talk with myself in a long, long time. The days goodbye and I feel like I'm getting old. Um, so you, you live in you live in Orange County. I live in Huntington Beach. Yes. Is it you? Do you so you just like uh, hang out with um, what's his name from Malcolm Tree all the time? Who's he live down there too? Singer no, Malcolm no, no Skiba's here. Skiba's in Hollywood. Skiba's in Hollywood. Yeah. I th- Let me I give you his address. Do you, Jonah? Yeah. No, I followed him on the gram. Uh, for a bit, I was following him and Toby and Siv and Porcel. Like it's like a, I went down this rabbit hole on yeah. Instagram of just like look at all these hardcore legends and punk rock guys and like uh, and uh, yeah, they're all very boring. I think <laughs> those guys sure like salad. I think, I think yeah, yeah. In, in Huntington for bands we have, I think we have Offspring guys, Penny, some of the, one of the Pennywise guys. Yeah, Randy, Eric down there, from right? No Effects lives there now. Um, oh, really? Well, he's always been a couple surfer. of the. I think a lot of the Ignite guys. Oh, Ignite. Yeah, I mean, Brett's down there, right? Yeah. Brett and- I'm sure we'll have a meeting, like a, like a hardcore <laughs> yeah. round table yeah. breakfast at what some a, point. Were you I love about those it. Was damn a, kids. Okay, it was cool a Huntington Beach hardcore band that came to Hawaii, and that's probably the only reason I knew. It. Also, Strife came to Hawaii. That's another yeah. Orange County. Yeah, we just played with them in Europe. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. They always yeah, seemed like still... a pretty good guy. That guy's got an impressive beard. 
Yeah. Which one? Uh, the singer. Right oh, he's got a he's got a beard now. Crazy beard. Wow. Yes. Are they playing grindcore now? Um, <laughs> that's a, no, that's yeah. all I equated yeah. to. That's what you would think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah mm-hmm. And then the band Eleven Thirty Four. Did they ever make it to the East Coast? Not that I. Yeah. Know. That, and that's a that's a neat mm-hmm. thing too about like punk and hardcore and stuff like that. It's like how it's still for for a really long time was still very regional. Yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, it's uh you know my uh my wife is from Chicago and it's just. There's bands where it's like I'd be like, uh, yeah, I think it kind of like, you know, yeah, but they were huge. Alkaline Trio is huge and yeah. like earlier, like in you know, Naked in Chicago, yeah, but like on the West Coast, it was different, yeah. you know. Yeah. And like I'm sure, like you know, uh, Northern California, Santa Cruz, you got like Good Riddance no, or no huge. Or good. Oh, the, the no Vandals in in Southern California and even yeah. Social Distortion are just way massively. Oh, yeah, yeah. Social Distortion can just do a week at a House of Blues and then they're yeah. set for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. and they do it in December. They just get get it over <laughs> yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get some Christmas money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, good dudes. Yeah, yeah. It seems like I love. Uh, like I used to watch Another State of Mind yeah. like all the time growing up. Mike Ness is vegan now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He's fucking cool. Uh, wow! Full on, full on veggie. Mess. Take away these meatballs uh, and shakes. Hey, chicken hawk! <laughs> it was the uh, oh, my favorite part of uh, the, that movie. The another state. Of another mind. state of mind was the uh, like the guitar player like putting black like dyeing his hair black. It's like I'm putting black in my hair. I'm changing my hair to black because I'm in a black mood. <laughs> Just like, like, Johnny Cash. That's a, yeah. And then goth punk became a thing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, um, a story from Mike Ness saying, um, I guess he drove past CBGB's and um, he um, threw a bottle at a random crowd of punk hardcore dudes. They kind of chased him down and gave him the ass beating of his life. He actually shit his pants, I think. Oh, my no, God. He, yeah. No, he threw it at Stigma. He almost stigma. hit Stigma yeah, with he had, it. He had Stigma. Which, Vinny Stigma he, is one person in New York that is you don't, beloved beyond measure. And, oh, wow. And, uh, wow. But, um, yeah, he got caught. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> so and what, was he just drunk? And he just... Just drunk, being like, hey, I'm, I'm a gutter uh, punk. Let me yeah. throw a bottle of that crowd, not realizing that crowd contained a, a legend of New York hardcore. <laughs> oh, it's funny geez. how excited these stories still make me. <laughs> Like old hardcore guys beefing and stuff. It's so yeah. fun. Oh, yeah. Does it feel weird to be so far away from, like you guys are both Californians now, to be so far away from that scene and what becomes of scene politics and just the dynamic well, of a... Uh, here's uh, here's yeah, the thing. Here's the thing. New York City is a city that I think means something to, to, to a people for a certain amount of time and then it changes into something else. You know, mm-hmm. like if I look at New York now, 90% of the people that were involved in doing stuff when we were there, they're all out here or they're somewhere else or they're married yeah, with they've kids or they're, 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 they're living else, they moved another on. life now. Yeah, right. back yeah. in Connecticut or Jersey. Or, yeah, and yeah. now there's probably another group of kids who Carrying 15, 20 years down the line uh, will say the same thing about their scene. You know, yeah. it yeah. constantly ebbs and flows. Yeah. Well, and, it's definitely a place where things take yeah. place. And especially, especially New York's become such a different place over the last 15, 20 years. You know, I mean, it, it's, yeah. it's still an amazing city, but it's... What made it New York is slowly starting to disappear. Well, the, the yeah, idea, what made it New York is moving to Brooklyn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. exactly. Well, like the idea that a bunch of people that want to get involved in the arts, be it music, mm-hmm. uh, actual art, or yeah. you know, yeah. any of that stuff, uh, get, or, or they don't have any I don't, money You know what I mean by that? Like you know, visual uh, arts. Visual no, arts. Yeah, there's nowhere in Manhattan that you can afford to do. Yeah, yeah. and there's be a not that many artist. music clubs anymore. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like if you want to experience like '90s New York, learn to speak German and move to yeah. Berlin. <laughs> really, amazing. Really has that feel. To I've been it. like, yeah, because yeah. I had a friend that like, like takes trips yeah. out to Berlin. He's like, it's great. Dirt cheap, yeah. lot of art, people you doing get, interesting stuff. Still edgy enough, but 
not too edgy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Still progressing from the yeah. Uh, it's going through that gentrification where it's not ghetto, but it's still affordable. So artists yeah. are going, you know, yeah, yeah. going. Yeah. And every band is derivative of craft work. Yeah, exactly. Theater from Sprockets. It's pushed way beyond. It's pushed way beyond that now. From the now it's a craft work and the Scorpions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Early that first Scorpions record. That's a fucking. That's a hardcore record. Classic. It's a good record. I like it a lot. Um, yeah, that's where if we want if we want a, a real New York hardcore family feel, we can we can go to tour Europe and we bump into you know Madball. <laughs> we'll bump into just about every. Just everyone's kind of just going around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And going to, going to Europe's a lot like that joke that those people played on that one band. Like when we go to Europe, people <laughs> act like we're really really big shit, <laughs> <laughs> and then we come back here and realize we're not. <laughs> that's like that's the thing that uh, Hardwick always says about like going to like San Diego Comic Con. He's like, you go to San Diego Comic Con and you're like, I am the biggest star in the world. Look yeah, at all these people yeah. coming up to me. Then they you just go back me. home. And you're like, oh, I'm just that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one fucking cares. Uh, well, thank you so much for uh, joining us on Jonah well, Radio. Thank you for having us. Had it's a lot been of, awesome. A lot of good. Uh, fun. Play the song. I didn't know you were starting to hold Descent yet. Yeah, yeah, it's the Descent. <laughs> we play God Give Rock and Roll too. That's how we uh, Stay quiet. By man. Kiss. Oh, On Makeup Kiss. Great show. Yeah. Uh, but thanks. We had a lot of fun. Uh, check out H2O. Um, is, there, is there places on, like, are you do you are you trying to get more clients? Uh, yeah. You um, advertise your... If you want to just, I'll just give you straight up, fucking give you my email address. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, AdamBlake007 at gmail.com. No nudes, no crap, nothing like that. Just uh, <laughs> write me if you have any questions. <laughs> what if they're just showing you their body so that you can uh, mold it? Um, hey, this is where I'm starting. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. Um, AdamBlake007, could you think of a more British... Uh, you know, <laughs> no, I couldn't. But there is something I do want to kind of give a shout out to. There's a there's a Kickstarter for a movie called Something in the Water about Long Island hardcore scene that they're trying to raise. Obviously, it's a Kickstarter, so they're trying to raise money. Mm-hmm. If anyone l- loves this music and wants to kind of get to hear an interesting side of the story, it might be a good project for you. Oh, that's support. great. Yeah, we'll link to Some, it for sure. Something yeah. in the Water? Something in the Water. Something in the Water. Yeah. Uh, that sounds really great. Um, Can we get, a, we get a Alkaline Trio, Newfound Glory H2O tour coming oh, fuck up yeah, in Oh, really? And a new record. And a new record. Yeah, a new record. A new record. I thought that wasn't supposed to come. Wait, no. It's a, wait, I thought it was coming we'll 2014. Work, yeah, we'll be working on it. Um, Chad, Chad Gilbert produced the last one. He's going to produce this. So oh, we'll great. be out on tour with him. So we'll do all the pre-production while we're on the road. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yes. Four weeks to hang. Yeah, sweet. What that's about awesome. uh, what about your jewelry business, Rusty? Can we send people your way as oh, well? Oh, yeah. www.peanutjewelry.com. He'd love to hear P-N-U-T. from you. P-N-U-T. <laughs> you, P-N-U-T jewelry.com. Nudes? <laughs> like for fittings and stuff like that? I don't know if you do any, yeah. any sort of downstairs Send your ring jewelry. sizes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll link to those on the site. Uh, I want to give... Uh, Shout outs to the uh, Poop Yard crew. Uh, the, uh, yeah. um, the, like the UK Fancy Boys. That's my. That's their version of the U- U- US Thugs. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and yeah, so if you liked any of the bands that you heard, be sure to check them out live. Uh, some of them you can't. But uh, be sure to buy their records, buy their shirts. And uh, if you're in a band yourself, uh, send that stuff to jonahradio at gmail.com and we can play some of your stuff. We're going to end this episode with a actually do you guys want to no we'll, we'll just end it with uh i was gonna play kid dynamite but that doesn't really go along with anything we didn't even mention philadelphia <laughs> no well, uh, philly did. is home philly's got home. philly's home away from home yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. is hardcore is a great festival 
Yeah. That, um, that Joe, is. Joe I've seen Hartford. the lineup for that stuff. Oh, it's insane. Yeah. Great. And yeah. they do it bigger, right. He, every year it gets bigger and better. It runs a little tighter. And That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Philly's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's a, we went not from, my favorite city for how uh, the people there just don't respect. They don't like their city. People in Philadelphia <laughs> don't seem to like their city one really? bit. Every time I'm there, I see just blatant littering and people just being mean to each other. I'm like, this is like... And it's are, like you sure, are you sure you went in New York? And there's a Native, a Native American on a horse with a tear in his eye. <laughs> <laughs> like, I won't leave. Yeah, he's, just, he's still crying. Uh, but let's just, let's just end it with a little quick one. Uh, Clobber in time. Uh, oh, it's the new version from 2000. Quick ahead. Yeah, so, uh, uh, yeah. See you guys later. And sorry for the first episode. Sorry for the first episode. dot com